<laughs> Please, no. I really hope that they could hear that come in before the video. <laughs> they, oh, they could. In. They, they yeah. could. They had the black screen and, and the, 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 the clown music. Oh, and just the I want to go, I go home. Damn it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back uh, to D&D. I was this gonna is say, what we're doing. Good morning. Good morning, indeed. It's not. It's morning. It sure isn't. I it woke is for up. John. <laughs> We're here now. John, John, John's been awake for less than 40 it's minutes. It's 7.22 <laughs> in the evening. Doesn't make a morning. Uh, yeah, we're not great at RPG. We're here for The Lost Kings of Adorus. Uh, we're back once again for this campaign that I DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, and then I will read a recap of what happened three weeks ago, and then we'll pick up. Whoa. <laughs> I'm John, and I play Marcus. I'm Sarah, and I play Dandelion. Paul, and I play Rin. I'm Autumn, and I play Twig. I'm Mike, and I play Mr. Pigeon. I'm not Lawrence. I'm Plechet. And I'm Don, the DM of this campaign. Three weeks ago, <clears throat> Marcus wakes up and goes to fetch Dandelion from her room and then trips over her at the foot of his bed. He looks very confused and she said that she didn't want to sleep in her room alone. You guys walk outside and Marcus asks if he if she wants to go see the wizard. Dandelion is confused and Marcus tells her that he's referring to Rin. She is confused because he has swords and says that she also has swords and pulls two daggers out of her bag. Uh, Marcus is concerned and tells her to be careful with them. Before Ren comes out after hearing a knock at his door, he disguises himself as Marcus and mimics Marcus's voice. Ren tells Dandelion that he is Marcus, and Marcus says, It is I, the young master, a wizard. I'm sorry, Dandelion. I was trying to fool you. Mm-hmm. Dandelion looks confused but goes along with it as she is able to tell which Marcus is which at this time. Shay comes out of his room, looks confused, as Dandelion also disguises herself as a shorter Marcus with crayon-drawing-style tattoos. Mr. Pigeon then leaves his room, also disguised as a short Marcus, though slightly taller than Dandelion. Twig opens her door, seeing all four copies of Marcus, puffs up, hisses, and closes the door. Mm-hmm. You guys knock on the door again, and Twig does reluctantly exit after one of the smaller Marcuses doesn't talk, and she realizes that it is, in fact, Mr. Pigeon. I think, I think actually, though, that... Uh, this Marcus slammed the door open with magic. He did. Also, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is also, that's true. I skimmed through that part. I didn't uh, think it was necessary to take such detailed notes mm-hmm. that I had to rewatch the entire three-hour episode. <laughs> yes. uh, but you're correct. That did happen. That is an important distinction. I today. Yeah, that is an important <laughs> distinction, actually. Uh, you guys head to the tavern in the order of two small Marcuses, then two larger Marcuses. Uh, followed which? by Twig. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dristan looks confused and laughs slightly, asking you guys to sit for breakfast. You all order the usual, except for Dandelion Marcus, who orders it without peppers, and Twig, who orders a fish. Twig sits at a different table because she doesn't know you guys, and she goes to a different school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's very concerned about the very different Marcuses. Uh, Twig then takes her fish when Dristan returns with it, goes outside, and slams the fish against the window... Uh, staring at you guys as you as she smushes its face before taking it, leaving only the head standing in the window. Uh, she then jumps on the fish outside, eating a small bit of it and lays in the sun. You guys eat your breakfast. You tell... I don't know if this is it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, keep you going. Don't, you don't like the bagpipes? Yeah, what's wrong with the bagpipes, <laughs> At the music. Um, 
Bagpipes. Bagpipes. I like bagpipes. It's my go-to instrument for characters. All right, this one's marching band. There's a parade. That's fine. Okay. The two of us 100% say bagpipes. Bagpipes, Scotland, and marching band bagpipes. Yeah, that's fine. Nice. Totally fine. She gives Dandelion a few empty wine bottles to collect Fae water in the future should she come across any. Uh, she, I'm going to pause the music while I read this. I can fucking concentrate. I'll provide for you instead. Yeah, this is better. Thank you. Um, oh my god. Thank you, Paul. You just texted me, get bagpipes, idiot. <laughs> Thank you. Did you, though? Uh, I did. Um... Dandelion tells Marcus about how Dristan marked her and Twig with a small amount of fate water with a druidic symbol so that way they would be able to recognize it in the future. Rin Marcus gives 10 gold to Dristan for their stay in food and Marcus Marcus tells him that Marcus is a great tipper so of course he would tip well and mm-hmm. would help however possible. Mm-hmm. Dristan then asks Marcus generally to help with a broken table and Rin Marcus says of course and gets up to follow him before looking back at the party and winking Misty stepping outside through the window whoa 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 very important distinction here Marcus Marcus mm-hmm. offered me up to fix it yes mm-hmm. that's also true uh, that's my first carpentry skill. <laughs> yeah, nope. Uh, Dristan turns after getting to the table, looking confused, and sees Marcus Marcus standing next to Dandelion. Marcus Marcus waves and says he'll be over in just a moment. He comes to a wooden table cracked in the middle of the support, intricately carved to look like a tree. Marcus Marcus goes to his room to get his carpenter's tools, nodding to Mr. Pigeon Marcus, saying that he will be right back. This is a great recap. <laughs> <laughs> he returns. It's the only way we're communicating with each other in the future. Marcus Marcus. Marcus Marcus. Marcus Marcus. Uh, he's coming back, fixes the table extremely well, carving some additional falling tree, falling leaves, not falling trees. Falling trees? Falling trees. Falling, falling, tree. falling leaves shit. into the bark. Yeah, we're falling trees. That's not what it is, though. Uh, Rin... Marcus re-enters the tavern and sits at Marcus Marcus's seat, eating the small bit that remained of his breakfast. Though Dandelion, of whose breakfast? Uh, it was his <laughs> breakfast in that instance. Uh, though Dandelion had covered both Rin's and Marcus's breakfast with honey, mm-hmm. uh, Marcus gives Twig the additional two fish, which she thumbs up and lays on the ground still. Uh, Marcus Marcus speaks with Tristan about owlbears, and Tristan tells him that the people of the Feywild have a symbiotic relationship with many creatures, though they cannot communicate through language. Uh, Kenrick, not Kenrick Marcus, enters the tavern and looks confused at the three Marcuses sitting and eating breakfast, speaking with Marcus Marcus, believing him to be disguised as Rin. As Marcus Marcus says, for it is I, the young master, seer of all. Rin Marcus then casts prestidigitation on his hand to make the hand gritty and dirty. Marcus Marcus eats it and says, mm, of course, just as I, the young master, Rin, devourer of all, enjoy. Kenrick speaks more with Marcus Marcus about what Rin offered to him as Rin's bird lands on the windowsill and yells, FUCK! in Marcus's voice. It was a hell of an episode. Uh-huh. Uh, this is all in one scene. <laughs> this is the first hour. Yeah. Rin drops the sky self and Marcus Marcus says, Oh no, it appears Marcus can change shapes, for it is he, Marcus, changer of shapes. <laughs> Kenrick, now wise to what is happening, laughs slightly. He thanks the actual Rin this time and Rin notices the sword on his hip. Uh, and according to Marcus in his pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, the party thanks Tristan again, and he tells you guys if you need anything that he'll be here. Uh, you thank Aleth and gather your you gather into your carriage with a basket of apples that she gave you heading out onto the road towards Greymore. Uh, Dandelion tells you guys more about the ring, makes an illusion of the ring in front of you as you guys drive through it. Uh, Ran and Dandelion practice with the dagger stabbing some apples on the carriage in front of them. 
Then Marcus tells you guys about his uncle Willy Wonka, a shaman that harvests <laughs> plant matter into healing salves and lozenges to soothe. I forgot about yep. that entirely. I wrote it down, so it's it's canon now. Uh, Marcus tells him about his imaginary friend <laughs> Willie Jr. Uh, being a bit uh, of an outcast. Rin then laughs uh, with the thought of Marcus frolicking through the fields with his imaginary friend falls off of the carriage. Uh, he, dusts young boy off. Shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he dusts himself off, catches up, and gets back onto the carriage. Uh, Marcus tells you guys about how his father is from Greymore and that he isn't sure if the negative reaction to his presence will still be present. Uh, Rin tells Marcus to perhaps wear his full armor so the guards might not know who he is, and Marcus tells him that the armor itself is known with his father as well as it used to be silver before he left, but is now blackened. He says that most of the older guards would know who his father was, and that might harbor some sort of hatred towards the name. He imagines that some of the younger guards might understand and want to meet him first or not know at all. Rin tells him that he might need to enter the city separately from Marcus initially before he talks to someone to try to establish a trade route with Furidane, as his job as an emissary comes first. Marcus offers the letter that Gwendolyn wrote to her father, Roland Wright, the High Duke of Greymore, in case Rin needs it in order to establish the trade route. Rin hands it back to him, saying that it might help him get out of trouble should something happen and that he should keep it. You guys approach the city, and you see that it's surrounded by its tall, gray stone walls and a large wrought iron gate that is up with the guards at the front and on the walls. You get in line behind the other carriages. Ren steps off to walk towards the gate separately from the group. As you guys approach, you hear festival parade music, which I will now put back on. Bagpipes, bagpipes. <laughs> uh, and cheering from the other side of the walls. You guys come to the gate, and the guard asks you what your business is in Greymore. Marcus tells them that your business is business. And the guard waves you guys in, uh, telling them that they've come on the day of a parade, a day of celebration. Mr. Pigeon then hands the guard a balloon, which cheers the guard up because he was hoping to get one today, but he's very busy. Uh, Ren is asked the same by another guard, telling him that he's an emissary of Valinor. The guard doesn't know what an emissary is, and Ren asks to speak to another older guard. Uh, another guard comes over, and Ren is waved in, telling him to talk to the office of John Dar, the Duke of Commerce, which is on King's Way in the city over by the castle. You guys walk in and walk towards the street where the parade is, planning to ask the first person that you see what the parade is for. Uh, a person turns around, smiling ear to ear, dressed in a cloak with symbols of Fjordan and holy symbols of the gods celebrated in Fjordan on his cloak. He tells you guys that it is for Knight Benjamin May that won a great victory up in the war to the north. He continues to smile very widely at all of you. Uh, Ren approaches the party and asks this same smiling man about what the celebration is about. Uh, and he gives almost the same answer word for word as he gave to the party. Ren gives him a gold coin and said, thanks, have a drink on me. He thanks Ren and just kind of awkwardly holds the coin. Uh, and Marcus asks where an inn is nearby. He tells them they're... Uh, is one and points in the direction of a nearby one, the frazzled fox just up the road. Shay tells the party that he will catch back up with them and heads out towards the crowd the opposite direction. The areas immediately around the road is, are pretty packed, though there is space in between the buildings and the inner road. And the rest of the party <coughs> makes their way towards the inn. Rin stays a brief moment more dancing with the man as he spins. Mr. Pigeon dances his way down the street, handing out balloons to people as they walk. As each of the party member awaits, they see more People in the crowd dressed like this man in celebratory fashion. They also see that despite the festivities and happy music and cheers, large swaths of people look utterly depressed and sad behind their eyes, forced smiles on many of their faces. And that is where we are picking up with Shay ducking off into the crowd. Goodbye. Uh, Rin just behind the rest of the party, dancing with this man. 
Uh, if there's anything you would like to ask this man before you run and catch up with your compatriots, or if you're just going to slowly dance and then dance, spin dance, and, yeah, and run uh-huh. to catch up with your friends. Yes. Okay. Just do you want to? Uh, uh, <clears throat> I kind of want to watch the parade, though. Up to you. Welcome to. Yeah, I'll watch the parade. Okay, were we watching sure. the parade? You'd be able to see it from the from the tavern's wall. Okay, just to yeah. be clear, we okay. were going to the tavern we're to secure ourselves a, a room for the evening and to be able to successfully drop off our additional stuff mm-hmm. because yep. I am constantly carrying a lot of weight. Yeah, I think you were carrying dandelion too. That's what I mean. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. you're very small. <laughs> so the road that the parade was uh, was running towards uh, <clears throat> alongside. Perpendicular to the gate uh, is labeled as Gray Gate. Mm-hmm. Um, the road that you have now turned and are heading north towards the back of the city uh, is called Lamplighter's Way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the road that you make your way down, uh, <coughs> ducking through these crowds of people that are surrounding the large, like, central road as they're waiting for this parade to turn and head back towards the large castle, which you can see in the distance. Uh, a good ways in the distance, there's several streets before you get to the back of the city where the castle is um, and you come to a small um, tavern building that is called the Frazzled Fox and let me pull up and I'm going to switch music because you're going inside which part of the city are we in? you are in the more we are we came in here and are going oh, okay. towards that back corner gotcha. so I was going to say, I feel like none of the, like, four that I preset are remotely happy, Happy. (laughs) Vocals, instrumentals. You said this is a tavern, right? Yeah. You don't just have, like, a generic tavern playlist? I guess we don't need a ferocious one. No, I have sentimental, suspense, combat, and more now. Those are the only four moods that exist. (laughs) We have to figure one out for a date. Uh, Morning. <laughs> what? What? No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Would you want combat horrifying? Is that better? yes? Yes, actually, specifically for when DJ is interacting. Yes, that that would be the one that I would yeah. choose for DJ. Because <laughs> he'll look at me and be like, "This will work." Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you guys make your way um, onto this. Uh, building on the right-hand side of the road that you are walking by, um, and you can see that this is a uh, a small-ish brick building, uh, two floors. The sign sticks out and says the Frazzled Fox on it, um, and you can see that it's a, it is literally the uh, picture for this tavern. It appears to be a like tired-looking Frazzled Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, you also see that on the sides of this building are two tall um, white wooden fences that kind of block the areas in between the buildings immediately to the left and right of it. Um, You make your way into the tavern and you are greeted with a small staircase that leads down into a large open area uh, with a stone floor. You can see that there are tables with um, circular seats scattered around the room um, and towards the back you see a um, uh, a 
tavern top, very similar to this, a little bit larger, but this shape mm -hmm. um, where it's kind of a uh, reverse L shape uh, with a couple barrels stacked behind it. There are a few people like milling about uh, and drinking. And behind this, uh, you see... You see a human man, uh, looks to be in his 50s. Uh, he is bald, has a fairly chiseled face with a short black beard. Um, and he has kind of dullish green eyes. Uh, he's dressed, you know, fairly commonly, nothing fancy on him really, just very basic clothing. Mm -hmm. uh, he looks over at all of you, uh, hello everyone, uh, welcome to the Frazzled Fox. Uh, how can I help all of you today? Uh, what are you looking for? Drinks, food, room. Four rooms, please. Sure. Uh, if you're all traveling together, we do have a, a suite, if that would be helpful. Uh, separate rooms, but interconnected. Yes, that would be ideal. Sure, of does course. Does the suite contain four rooms? It does, yes. Thank you. That of would course. Be very, very fitting. It's pretty convenient. It is. But... Makes sense. Large groups travel here very often. I'm sure that they get series of couples and things that frequent Greymoor. Yes, a lot of families. Also makes sense. Yes. Uh, I can get you set up with your rooms and then uh, food, perhaps? Drink? Yeah, I mean, I'll look down at Danny Line. Are you hungry? Yes. It's been a <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> It's been a while since we ate. Yes, we had breakfast and then a trip. So, I think it makes sense for us to have some kind of meal. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Pigeon Twig, hungry? I'm gonna put my fish bucket up on the counter. Can you make that? Fish? Yeah. You want them cooked? No. So just cut them up? Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Uh, if you'd like, I can have somebody take your things to your rooms for you and I uh, can show you them. Uh, to them later, or you're welcome to uh, be guided uh, to them yourselves. I'd rather carry them, they're very heavy, and I don't want to burden anyone. Of course. Uh, well, if you'll just give me a moment. He turns around and walks behind this, like, central wooden post that kind of holds up the second floor. Mm -hmm. um, and comes back around, and you see he's followed by another human man, mm -hmm. very common-looking as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and he walks out from behind the bar, and uh, right this way. Mm -hmm. And he leads you guys out uh, to the right. Um, so more northward mm -hmm. and you exit through this side door into a small courtyard where you can see that white wooden fence to the left of you uh, and there's a very small garden and like a little water fountain and some benches and things out here mm -hmm. uh, and you can see that this looks like it had originally been an alleyway between the two buildings that's been converted into this kind of courtyard seating area for people. Mm -hmm. uh, and he leads you to the building immediately to the left uh, of the Frazzled Fox and walks in the door and kind of beckons you through to enter. Yeah. Right this way. Uh, a lot of our larger rooms are in this second building. Sure. Yeah. Follow. Wander on in. Mm-hmm. And he leads you guys up the stairs, uh, down the hall, and into a large, double-doored, uh, like, mahogany doors. Swings them open and walks you down a central hallway where you can see that there are two rooms on either side with individual doors. Uh, here you are. I'll uh, wait in the hall and let you get settled, and then I'll uh, meet you back downstairs for food. Certainly. Uh, key? Uh, yes, of course. He reaches into his pocket and hands it to you. Uh, one for the main door, and 
Sure. For the four doors. Yeah. I'll take a second key. Sure. Just yep. so this way I can give it to Shay. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. And yes, we'll be right back. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he walks back out and pulls the double doors behind him. Mm-hmm. We'll lock the door to the suite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> well, this city is... Uh, different than what I was expecting to see. This is a big room. Yes. <laughs> Very big. Uh, figured you two can do the usual sharing of a room. Oh dear. Well, I guess you're sleeping with Shay. Give you a key. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, Dandelion, you want to unpack? Taking out my precious belongings, mm-hmm. including, I believe, a tiny ostrich statue. Yes, that's right. Um, some blacksmith's gloves. Mm-hmm. Thank God we're prepared. Yeah. You know? um, <laughs> Shit could have gotten weird. Uh, various, various mushrooms. Uh-huh. Yes. And probably are like, you like laying out the mushrooms on like the the dresser, yeah. like individually? Are you putting them in the drawers or just like laying? No, them just out laying them out. Okay, so just one just... item next to each other. Got it. What time of day was it? Uh, like noon. Mid- okay. No, sorry, it's a little later than that. It's like mid afternoon. Okay, sure. And the parade itself seemed. Uh, still in, incredibly involved as though it was either just starting or in the midst of its height. It didn't yeah, seem it like looks it was like in the, the process of concluding. No, it looks like the parade itself had started maybe 30 minutes to an hour ago, okay. uh, and there were probably other festivities going on during the day, but now the actual parade itself is making its way down the road. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna also start unpacking, but I'm gonna keep my lantern. Mm-hmm. No, I won't. <laughs> I'm going to keep my crowbar. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, after I unpack, we'll go back out in the hallway and wait for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, while everybody's unpacking, I mean, I'm just hitting the pipe and watching the parade out the window. <laughs> yeah. Do I see anything weird? Uh, nothing mm-hmm. strange. I mean, as the parade moves by, you can see that there are... Um, different floats for uh, like a couple of the different merchants and they're kind of like tossing goods out into the street to the people Um, and you can see that there are floats for like uh, a few of the different guilds and a few of the different like offices of nobility what we got in terms of guilds what do we got anything spicy Uh, nothing like out of the ordinary nothing that would be like really oddball okay yeah all right Mm -hmm. but this is Uh, I mean it's 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 a little weird. It's a little weird. Okay. Yeah. I see more of those those people dressed like that around. Yeah, you can see them kind of like speckled in the crowds. You also see, even from up here, some of these uh, normal dressed people that are also smiling. Um, but in that, you just see pockets of people that are just kind of like really forced smiles and like behind their eyes don't look super happy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which is odd, like, with all the music and, and all of the, the celebrations and, like, the confetti kind of dripping down from the tops of the buildings. Like, it's odd that there are... So they look large... sad. They don't look, like, I guess, like, drained physically or anything like that? Is there... Uh, like, does it seem a... like they're exhausted? Sure, or... make a perception check for me. Oh, boy. 
seven. Uh, from the distance that you're at on the second floor, it's difficult to tell. Um, they don't look drained, but you can't really get a good look from this distance. Gotcha. Yeah. They just look sad. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to stare out the window until everybody's done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you hear all of your friends slowly file back into the hole. You guys unpacking? Yeah, I wouldn't take very long to unpack. Okay. Most of my stuff's. Yeah, you guys make your way back out, and you see this man just kind of standing, waiting for you guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Shall we? Yes, thank you. Of course. I'm good to, in here. Oh yes, of course. Okay, very good. I'm Uh, keeping a few items on my person. Okay. What do you? You don't have to tell me. It's fine. Rather you surprise me with something mm-hmm. randomly. Right <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Question: As we were moving through the streets, did it look like there were any other people uh, among either the general populace, not the guards, mm-hmm. that looked like they were armed? Um, can you retroactively make me a perception check? Yeah, I can do exactly that. Shabam. 16. Uh, yeah, I'll say that from your, you know, military training, your father would have absolutely taught you how to spot a concealed weapon on a person. Mm. Um, and you can definitely say that there were some people uh, that had, like, daggers and things kind of concealed under cloaks and things like that. Sure. Um, but nobody openly, because I have a maul strung over my back. Sure. That is like a six-foot-tall weapon. Sure. Uh, there would definitely be some people that would have, like, swords openly carried on them to the point where, like, it's probably okay to carry a weapon with you in the city. Um, but there are definitely people that did have some concealed as well. Both sure. some of the okay. sad people and the other groups <laughs> of people. So kind of mixed. Good. Some, some of the sad ones. Some of the sad people have knives, guys. <laughs> Watch out. Uh, so... Piggybacking off of that, <laughs> there are no firearms in this campaign, are there? Not that you were aware of. Mm-hmm. Great. Your people have been isolated for a thousand years. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fair. Not that you were aware. <laughs> that is fair. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> there are now, aren't there? I mean, we sell dynamite. Oh yeah, there's dynamite. Uh, That was first, though. That's yeah. The sad, the sad people are just holding sticks of dynamite in the streets. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Fireworks. You won't make me smile. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Damn it. Uh, Yeah, you guys walk back down this hallway, uh, and this man kind of just like looks over his shoulder. So, what brings you all to Graymore? Business, pleasure, vacation. Business. It's good as a. A lot to do in the city? Yes, we're hoping to find some answers for some of our friends here. Sure. Uh, can I help point you in any direction? Uh, well. Hmm. Selling things, buying things, uh. Looking to buy, uh. It is my good friend Dandelion, uh, her grandmother's 100th birthday, and we're here to get her a fine gift. Looking for. You know, sentimental trinkets of value, if there's any stores like that nearby. Sure. Uh, we do have a very large uh, market just over the uh, wall. Um, if you head north a bit, there's a street called The Crossing. Head immediately to the west, and that will take you to the Wall Market. Uh, it's in the center of the city in uh, Merchant's Village. 
Uh, let me ask you, dear, is your grandmother uh, religious in any way? Are you looking for a, a religious trinket or just a, a basic baubles and things like that? Look down and shake my head. Obviously. Yes. She believes in a lot of things, you know? Yes. Sure. Uh, well, there's also the Holy Market. Uh, and that is in the Divine District. Thank you. Of course. Sure, we'll find something for her there. Something that you know, will make I'm her just, very happy. Just lips mm -hmm. tight. Mm -hmm. Just nodding. Mm -hmm. Holy market. Divine District. What about you, young man? What brings you to the city? Shopping for gambling. Uh, I've I've some business um, with the. Did you say Duke of Commerce? Yes. Yeah, Duke of Commerce. Oh, John Dara. Yes. Oh, very good. Uh, he's a wonderful man. That's good to hear. He's not a. I don't know a dick or anything. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't personally interact with him that frequently, but as a business owner, uh, I you know I've, I've not had problems with his office. Marcus, why are you laughing? <laughs> Common folk would give the most honest answer. <laughs> Forgive my friend, he's, uh... I'm just gonna, like, come around. He's, you know, starved, if you know what I mean. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, sure. I, I don't, actually. He's looking, he's looking for MILFs. Oh, sir. uh, okay. Uh, Any in the area? Uh, there's a lot of those in the theater district. Uh, the... Men the theater I, district, you mean? Men that I would like to fight? Oh, are in the theater district? Uh, there are some in the theater district, yes. Oh, I'm glad to know that there's many young, strapping people who are looking to join a militia. Thank you, Red. <laughs> Marcus, that's not what that stands for. What? I think that is. Yes. It's... Goldview was famous for its MILFs. <laughs> <laughs> Frolicking <laughs> with the golden fields. Oh, my God. Every sunset. <laughs> Yeah, just, I'm just gonna look at this guy. Or a gesture at my chest and tattoos. You, just all of us, sir. Out in the please, fields. you you said the theater district. We, you we both you, you know Warm what it oils. Yes, I, uh, yes, I did. But uh, also the theater district. Uh, I, that really <laughs> is there a military district? <laughs> uh, yes, uh, and there's also the barracks, but that's closed to non-military personnel. Thank you, man. I'm very embarrassed. I did not know that that's what that meant. I don't... I don't know. I don't know what they're meaning. I was looking for people to join my militia. Since when were you starting a militia? Shh. <laughs> You've not mentioned this to me at all. Marcus, I have questions. We can get to those at dinner. Dinner questions. Dinner questions. Yes. Uh, there's also... Um, Hearth Lane has uh, quite a few uh, brothels. Are there fighting men there? Uh, that was more for his question. Oh, yes. The other milfs. Yes. All right. Yes. Do they fight? Uh, no, no. Well, that's a shame. Yes. It's better when they fight. <laughs> I'm just gonna uncomfortably look at Mr. Pigeon. You, we're on the same. You know what? Right? You. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about anymore. It's going to be a very difficult to gather militia. Oh. Oh. Uh, and, uh, 
Yes, so you were looking to talk to John Dar? Yes. Uh, yes, his office. The not on, dick. Yes, yes. Uh, his office is on Kingsway. Kingsway? Yes. That's uh, the northernmost road in the city, right before the castle. Thank you. Of course. I'm assuming he's a little busy with all the uh, fanfare? Uh, yes, he'll be in the parade. Um, but, uh, uh, yes, I would say tomorrow or the next day. People will be back in his office uh, after the celebration. Perfect. Yes. Uh, and the two of you, what brings you here? You look Pull like you're... Out. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you. You just dance. Oh, I'll uh, also dance. I'll copy this. So the, the theater district uh, might be... Oh. Wait a minute. I've never thought of it. MILFs! Mr. Pigeon! My first MILF. <laughs> just stare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please any... describe your stare just while you're dancing for the span. I, I just yeah. want the next episode to be called Marcus's first milk. <laughs> Very strong man. I've always been impressed by your abilities in combat. P- please, please, please tell me the acronym. What, what is it this time? Men I'd like to fight. Okay, yes. I wanted to make sure. Either, either with or against, I'm looking for strong challengers who can help me learn better combat skills like Murdoch. Murdoch was a MILF. Murdoch's I'd like to fight. So then was was he yes, not Murdoch's your fr- I'd like to fight. Was he not your well, first he, MILF? He is still, I guess, technically part of the militia, but he is back in you know Southport and preoccupied the, the with the militia. Do, does, he, does he know that he's a part of the militia? I don't oh, remember. Oh, yes, of I don't, course. Maybe I, wasn't, maybe I missed something. Yes, we talked in private about our MILF contract. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're also looking to... Uh, Get a bit of coin through entertainment. <laughs> what? Good transition. Yeah, it's a great transition. Just try and get this right back on the rails. Yeah, right. I'll start dancing yeah. again. Uh, the train is like this. Now you're setting up contracts? What? Uh, coin Chase Thoroughfare. Uh, it's a street a few to the north. Uh, it's where a lot of people make their way to and from the market. Uh, there's usually a lot of uh, traveling merchants and uh, traveling entertainers such as yourselves to try to catch people on their way back from the market either after a good day or people in the morning. So if you're looking to entertain, uh, that might be a good place. Give me a little curtsy. Of course. Uh, anyway, uh, he walks you guys back through into mm-hmm. the tavern uh, and walks you over to a larger table. If you'll have a seat here, uh, I'll be mm-hmm. right back. Um, just give me a moment. He turns mm-hmm. and walks over and you see him... Uh, talk to the man at the bar for a second and then walk back over to you guys. Mm-hmm. We'll pull out the chair for Dandelion. Up up into the chair. Mm-hmm. Crouch in the chair. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, so what can I get for all of you? Mm-hmm. Food? Drink? What are you feeling today, Dandelion? Is Graymore uh, celebrated for any kinds of meals? Uh, the place we've been traveling so far have been mostly coastal or by rivers and have had Lovely fresh fishes. Uh, we do have a, a fair few fish imported uh, from from the north, from the fisheries, uh, but uh, and from the east. But we uh, we do have a, several farms outside of the city limits where we have uh, various grains and, and meats that are raised as well. So uh, we do have a great many uh, delicious meats. I will have some grains and meats. Sure, absolutely. two grains and two meats. Very good. No peppers. All right. No peppers. In, no peppers right. in the meats. 
Or in the grains. Or around the meats and grains. Understood. No peppers anywhere near those peppers. Actually, just no peppers at this table. That'd just be sure. better. And you have your fish that will cut up for you. Uh, for you, sir. You have a chef speci- special? Or? Uh, we do, yes. Sure. Yeah, I'll try that. Perfect. Uh, for you? Sure. And uh, drinks? Uh, we have ales, wines, teas. I just immediately look at Twig. <laughs> uh, what are you feeling, Dandelion? Tea? I think so. With honey. Alright. Two teas with honey? Sure. Thank you. Water's fine. Alright. Have a water. Alright. A tea with honey? Of course. Uh, I'll be right back with that. Uh, oh, could you bring me uh, one glass of milk? Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, of course. So we can mix right back. the teas. Mm-hmm. He turns and walks away. Mm-hmm. You guys are alone? Marcus, seriously? You don't know what it stands for? Uh, no. I, I, I'm I'm going to insight check you. <laughs> are you? I'm, <laughs> you elaborate ruse! 18. You now have to decide. <laughs> Am I lying? Do, where, where do I want this train to go? <laughs> am I covering? Yeah, am I covering? Or am I an innocent young man who yeah. truly believes? I had an imaginary friend named Willie Jr. <laughs> I did have an imaginary friend named Willie Jr. I feel like I feel like this train is going to go down Deceptive lane. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, yeah, 13. Okay, so I just... <clears throat> I kind of just raise an eyebrow. Mm, yes. <clears throat> but men, I'd like to fight. So um, you, you do know. Okay, good. You can't have him know. <laughs> well, we don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> what, does, what does that matter? What if he directs me into the wrong areas? Told us where the, I guess the brothels are? I don't know. Well, yes, uh, brothels are notorious places where many crimes can occur, though, and as Marcus Shaw, they might <coughs> try to kill me if I separate individually, especially if I go into something like a brothel. Okay, so the theater district yeah. then. Yes, of course. I can wear my armor in the theater district, but not in the brothel. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that, so... Tie that together nicely, I think. <laughs> Against all odds! <laughs> Marcus, uh, yes. why, are, why are you like this, Marcus? What, what do you mean? Like what? <laughs> I'm just... You know... Uh, trying to find my way in life, it's... Exhausting? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh been harrowing couple of weeks you know the uh, carnage at my home and finding dandelion and now all of this has been you know uh, thrust into a bit of turmoil and it feels nice to make light of things I guess especially when we see these fucking insane people in the streets who look like they've been Bewitched. It doesn't seem very safe here. I don't know what to make of it. 
looks like this. And I'll pull out my wand of smiles. Yes, uh, that's a very good point. <laughs> I'm just gonna sneeze. <laughs> Put it away. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you kept that on me. <laughs> 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 you cast on one of the people that's already smiling, your faces are just gonna rip it half. Oh. <laughs> It'll be the Joker. Oh. <clears throat> Marcus, I have questions. Yes. Uh, grandmother? Do you, do you need to know what a grandmother yes. is? Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yes, um, so We've I... have talked about mothers before. Yes, a grandmother would be my mother's mother. You just watched Dandelion's head just explode. <laughs> She's dead now. Oh dear God. <laughs> what have I done? Yes. Are there children in the Feywild? Must be. I think so. Well, those children have parents. And those parents have parents. That's as far back as it goes. <laughs> that makes sense. Thank God. <laughs> what a fortuitous mm-hmm. conclusion. What's a militia? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, well, a militia is a, a force of uh, able-bodied fighting men and women that gather together to protect their land. Oh. Goldview had a militia. Oh, my, my father. My father was the militia. There were no other fighters in Goldview. So that's part of why I'm like... Ooh, self-burn. You know, I am the militia right now and trying to find other people to, you know... That also makes sense. Uh, ideally, a militia has more than one. one I can be a militia. Pull out my daggers. Great. We're at, we're at two. I feel much safer. I'm going to look at these two and just go, you chose to travel with us. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. I'll put the daggers in. You chose this. Marcus, I have one more question. Wrong. Yes. What is a brothel? Should have shaken my head now. <laughs> we'll tell you when you're older. Uh, well, there's parents. <laughs> Marcus, please. And you know how you like to draw and paint and have fun? Mm-hmm. A brothel is a place where they go to have fun. Oh. You do activities like draw and, um, you know, very, very hands-on. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't make it a hand thing. <laughs> it's kind of like a handshake, you know? Where mommies and daddies shake hands. Sometimes other hands join. <laughs> could have many hands shaking at once. You, you do have two hands. I could be shaking someone's hand and then shaking another person's hand. That's a brothel. Lots of shaking. She's just going to sit on that one for a little bit. Good. <laughs> well, well duty's done me. for the day. <laughs> I, I wrote that definition down. End of bed. Ridiculous. Just so I, if, in case you guys go there, I have to... <clears throat> 
Uh, yeah, so a few minutes go by, and you guys are at a table right near the bar, and he walks over and sets your food in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, as you requested, meats and grains and some vegetables, no peppers. Uh, for you, it is essentially the same thing, but it, you can see that the outside of uh, of this meat is seared a little bit more, um, and there's also two like little pork sausages uh, and like some potatoes that have been just beaten to shit. <laughs> In a, in a good way, right? In a good way, yeah. They look good, right? They look really good. Okay. Yeah. Super potato with a fist imprint. <laughs> Some of beautiful. Not even Yeah, one potato. Is it even cooked? No, it's cooked. Uh, it's cooked very well. There's, you know, butter and all kinds of uh, delicious toppings on it. But okay. definitely, you can see the, like, knuckle imprints. I don't... Oh, it's disgusting. I'll just kind of push that away. Just... Nope, none of that. <laughs> Do you not like tubers? Thank you. What? Of course. Tubers. Tubbers? (laughs) I am a farmer, Dandelion. Tubbers. Is it tubbers? No. (laughs) (laughs) Tubbers. (laughs) Wait, how do you know? How do you know to call this a tuber? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, everybody relax. (laughs) You should feel better. Mike didn't know either. Dandelion, dandelion, if you if you wouldn't mind, what is a tuber? <laughs> I would love to hear how you define this. It's like a, a, a food that comes out of the ground. Okay. Is that it? The only... Usually there's a plant that comes out, out of them. They grow out of the ground, and then you eat the parts that's in the ground. Slowly, <laughs> as she's explaining this, scraping the potato mm-hmm. onto her plate. I'll eat the potato. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. Mm-hmm. There's not uh, potatoes and tubers in the Feywild? I'm not, that's not Daniel, I just... I don't... Tuber. Oh, okay. Enjoy. I don't think it's called a tuber. What? Who told you it was called a tuber? That's what they've been called. But I guess I don't... Is that how you say it in common? Uh, that's yes. <laughs> Does this one have a name? What What, what are you pointing a at? A potato. potato? Uh, yes, p- p- potato. Potato. I think I've heard that before. Yes, classic tubber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> Oh, oh, one more meme away from disguising myself as Marcus again. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Uh, you know, baked or roasted or just eaten as they are. Uh, this them. man clearly uh, with a different variety of uh, smashing. Mm-hmm. You said it was cooked as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Does it look roasted or uh, pan yeah, fried? Roasted. or Roasted, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can see that there is definitely... It was probably... Roasted, smashed, and then fried. Okay. Very good. We gotta yeah. stop with all these food descriptions while we're playing. Yeah, it's really bad. I think it's so hungry. I'm glad I already <laughs> ate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he walks back over with a couple other, um, with your drinks and everything and sets them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, apologies, I didn't introduce myself. Uh, my name is Baldrick. I'm the owner and proprietor of the Frazzled Fox. Do you have a, do you have a nickname? Uh, no, just Baldrick. Bald or... Uh, I am bald, but uh, no. B A L D 
D-R-I-C? Yes. Ah, I got it right. Uh, quite an exciting uh, parade out there today. Uh, you, uh, you all just arrived today, I assume? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, not familiar with this celebration? Annual? No, uh, it was a, a victory won by uh, one of the knights. Oh. Yes, there's a big war to the north. Certainly. Uh, took out a fort. Uh, rescued a princess, actually. Interesting. Um, like a little clap. Yes, that is definitely worthy of applause. Yes. Uh, who did... Who did he rescue? Where is this princess from? Uh, from Fjordane? No, some elvish kingdom uh, across the sea uh, from uh, on Cantor. Oh. Yes. Uh, she'd apparently been kidnapped and brought here. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> huh. She was kidnapped and brought here and uh, was being held in a fort by the, uh, uh, the invaders uh, from the north. I don't know if you've all have heard. Yes, we've heard tall tales of their exploits. Yes. Uh, This uh, knight, uh, did he... I mean, with various rankings inside of a military command. Is he a a low-ranking individual, like a a regular knight, a squire? He was initially, yes. Job came down from his captain apparently, and he volunteered to lead some men. A uh, bit of a scouting mission initially, I think. Uh, Interesting. But uh, yeah, he uh, came back entirely victorious, saved a bunch of his men. <coughs> uh, well, that's what all this big to do is about, anyway. Sorry, did you did you say his name? Uh, Benjamin May. Benjamin May. Yes. Okay. Yes. But he rescued this princess, uh, took her back himself, and he's just arrived back uh, recently. So they set this up. It's very impressive. Yes. Uh, he is uh, certainly going places within the military of Fjordan, I think. Uh, Where is he going? Uh, just up in the ranks. Dandelion, save your, save your questions for after. I'm joking. It's, it's a joke. Dandelion, it's fine. <laughs> Just eat your potato. Eat your eat your tubbers. <laughs> actually, rather lucky for him. Actually, uh, his uh, captain was supposed to go on this mission, of course, uh, but he fell ill, uh, so he stepped up and uh, led his men. What is? Do Do you know the name of his captain? Is he all right? Uh, yes, he's all right now. Uh, just came down with a, a bit of a stomach bug. Uh, his name is Emmerich, Captain Emmerich. Can you spell Emmerich? I'm going to... Yep. E-M-E-R-I-C-K. Oh my god. Everyone's name in the city is going to end with Rick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Benjamin Rick May. <laughs> hmm. Have you ever had the pleasure of meeting uh, Captain Emmerich? Uh, he's come in a few times, uh, but they mostly have their own taverns and things. Uh, 
mostly just if he was traveling out of the city and needed an ale for the road or something. But certainly, uh, uh, older older gentleman. Yes, uh, older <coughs> than me. Not sure. How old exactly. is that? This he looks like early fifties. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> Bless, Bless you. you. Uh, that name then sounds remotely familiar to me in any of my father's tales of his extensive servitude in the knighthood of Fjorde. Uh, make a history check for me. Shabam! That thing I'm disgustingly good at. Uh, <laughs> 17. Uh, yeah, I'll say that you are familiar with the name. Um, and your father would have spoken... Bless you. Relatively positively about him for the most part. Um, somebody that he trusted. Are we talking about Benjamin or... Uh, Captain Emmerich. Captain Emmerich. He's, he's the one who you said was older. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With my father being out of the militia for like 20 years and my... Or not militia, but like the actual knighthood. Mm-hmm. If this Benjamin dude is a lower-ranking guy, he's probably younger. Or sucked. <laughs> and like has been a peon for 25 years. Um... Hmm. Uh. The knights of the city. Yes. Said they have their own tavern. Uh, they do in the barracks. Yes. Uh, oh, inside of the actual barracks itself. Yes. Uh, some of them do hang out uh, in the shipping district in the wharf a bit. Uh, but that's a bit of a rough and tumble area. I don't generally advise that for uh, uh, rough, rough and tumble. Uh, you know, the laborers tend to be a bit grumpy and aggressive towards outsiders. Uh, it's a not necessarily a. You um, could find milfs there. Yes, I could. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily a uh, a friendly place uh, to go. Grumpy milfs are acceptable. Yes. Uh, but there is a tavern there that that some of them hang out, uh, but the majority of them stay within the barracks. Interesting. Yes. the wharf? Uh, the wharf is if you go to the crossing uh, which is the only street that leads into the western half of the city uh, through the market it is directly uh, next to the market. Good. Yes, it's uh, by the far wall. There is another gate there uh, but it is only for the laborers and people shipping in and out goods, merchants and that sort. Uh, we prefer to have everyone else come in the main gate. Is is um... Graymore on it's not on the water, right? No. Okay. <clears throat> You're welcome to ask why things are named that way. I don't think Dandelion has the force. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. Wharf just sounds like a funny word. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is also um, in the Sovereign District, closer to the castle, the distillery, uh, where some of the nobility and higher up guards do hang out as well. 
were we able to see the castle? Yes. Yeah, it's tall enough that you'd be able to see it um, in the like side streets, kind of as you're walking down. Uh, you'd be able to get it, like the tips of it over the buildings. What's in that big building? Uh, the castle. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The big one. Uh, the king and some of his nobility. <clears throat> they live there. Yes. It's a pretty big house. Yes, usually many people live inside of the castle. Mm. That makes sense why it's so big. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, the, I'll admit, I, I, these invaders to the north, uh, I don't like war, but I think they should be driven out. Uh, and uh, I'll admit the recruitment efforts of bringing more people into the war has brought a fair few families, and that has done well for my business to the point of able to expand to the two nearby buildings. So I uh, can't complain about how it's been handled so far, but uh, I do hope that it ends soon. Uh, a lot of people, unfortunately, separated from their families and uh, a lot of good men dying up there. That's one of the tragedies of war. Yes. A lot of pain for Fjordane. Uh, what recruitments have they made? You said the recruitment process has brought many people. Yes. Uh, they're offering uh, bonuses for joining the military to uh, some of the people. A big recruitment effort from Green Ridge uh, to the west. Benjamin was sent on a scouting mission to the north. Yes, uh, apparently. Uh, some fort was up there. Uh, word came in from the front about it uh, from some of the other scouts, and uh, the plan was to invade it and have Captain Emmerich, uh, and Benjamin being second in command, of course. Uh, but when, like I said, when Captain Emmerich fell ill, uh, Benjamin took over. Good thing he was there. Yes. North near Arton? Uh, near number 13. Which should be Walden. Sorry, I guess it's northwest. Northeast, rather. Wait, wait, wait. Number 13? Plus I'm, I'm... Yeah, yeah, because I had written down what's where. Oh, I have it labeled wrong. Okay. Yeah, it's not 13. Is it 29? Yeah, I mean, 29 is Walden, 30 is Pelt, or Pelt, Pelt, Pelt. and my E's and O's are quite comparable. It would be, would be Arden, what number is that? 26. 26, okay. Do you have the same? 26 being Arden? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So 25 is Greymore, right? Correct. Mm Mm-hmm. Arton? Yeah, A-R-T-O-N. 
I wrote Arden. Is it Arden? I think so. Okay, cool. I wrote Alton. It's one of them. Alton and the chipmunks. Oh, oh dear God, I don't want to go to there. Not the chipmunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, A-R-T-O-N. Okay. Have you ever been inside of the castle itself, speaking of the castle? No, no, not me. Uh, they don't normally let uh, common folk in. Uh, it's very well protected. Yeah, mostly nobility and some of the higher military officers and uh, dukes and that sort. What if someone has a letter for a duke? Uh, they can speak with their offices outside uh, along King's Way. King's uh, Way. Yes, there are several offices for each of the uh, the various dukes along that road, uh, right out front of the castle. But the castle ground themselves are walled off with a gate. Do you have any family, Baldrick? Uh, I don't. Uh, single. Does he look sad when he says that? No. Or just perfectly content? Perfectly content. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, you can make an insight check for me, though, if you'd like. Kill his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Probably single. not good. I rolled, an, I rolled a nine. Um, I don't remember what my modifier is. Give me one second. So 12. Okay. Uh, you catch like a little twinge in his eye for a second when he says that, but very brief. Uh, no, no family myself. Well, you have a wonderful business and something to be incredibly proud of, so. Thank you. I pride myself on my customer service and I uh, try to make sure I get to know everybody well. Well, it's good to meet you, sir. Well, hold up my hand. Very good to meet you as well. Marcushaw uh, the Fourth. All right. Uh, well, welcome to Greymore. Thank you. Of course. I'm, I'm assuming he gives literally no mind whatsoever to my name? Nope. Cool. I'm Dandelion. Baldrick. Do I have the... Hold on one second. Hold on one second. You can. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. And put out a napkin. Yeah, on the table. Uh, okay. I'm going to start initiating the handshake of an innkeeper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, this is this is an inn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You're in the tavern portion, but it is an inn. Danny Lynch is going to grab a napkin, put it out on the table, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, quick, both hands on the napkin. He's going to look past you as you're, as you're doing this. Uh, and you? Rin. Uh, he, I'm going to shake his hand and then 
twist my hand as if I'm locking a door with a key. Mm -hmm. And then pull back and push as if opening a door. Mm -hmm. And then wave. That's, that's... Uh, all right. Uh, I'll wink out. <laughs> one of the stranger handshakes uh, that I've come across, uh, but uh, very glad to meet you. When he, as soon as his attention goes elsewhere, Marcus, I don't think he's a real innkeeper. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> and the two of you. I don't have a name. Uh, all right. Neither uh, does he. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have entertainer names? I understand for secrecy's sake. Mm. <laughs> right. uh, the, the, the cat and the clown, then. Uh, that's, that's rude. Uh, apologies. Uh, didn't mean to offend. Uh, what do I call you, then? Nothing. Don't refer to me, please. <laughs> sure, of course. Uh, anyway, uh, if you need anything else, uh, I'll be right over here. And push the jar of milk across the table towards Twig. <laughs> like, awkwardly in between the two of you, but like, act like I'm going towards Twig, but like, oops, oops. I can't quite read. Uh, is, is there ice in the milk? Uh, no. Okay. This guy's not a sociopath. It's not a monster. Well, now we know we can trust him. <laughs> Seriously. Now He's I clearly feel not a real innkeeper, though. Mm-hmm. Dandelion. Into the handshake. Dandelion, I, I apologize. I've let them get away with this for too long. That Those handshakes, they're not... I'm going to spill the milk. Where's it going? Those ha- <laughs> just that direction. Yeah, just across the table. Like, yep. go, it like shoots between the two of you and just like rolls onto the floor and Baldrick runs over. Ah, is everything um, all right? Oh, sorry. I'll jump up and help clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, sure, and he hands you a couple of towels. I'll start cleaning aggressively. Uh, I'll bring some more. My apologies. Thank you. Uh, could, could you put ice? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. Uh, Thank you. Of course. Yes. Uh, yes. Sorry, Dandelion. Uh, the handshakes might not be the same everywhere that we go. That was what Young Master was trying to say. <laughs> I'm just gonna give you like just a disapproving look. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it's gonna. Get, it's getting cruel. <laughs> I have to learn so many new things. It's a very big world. She's got so much to learn already, please. <laughs> she asked you for like six definitions earlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's gonna, I guess, look, look over at Rin while Danny's just contemplating for so many things to learn. D- did you not have, did you have brothers or anything like that? I guess I had siblings. You know. Just fold up my wet napkin. <laughs> <laughs> Milk soaked napkin. <laughs> my one good friend, Willie Jr., was never great with jokes. Imaginary friend is my jokes. Dry sense of humor, Pepper. I gotta prepare you for war, Marcus. <laughs> this is Marcus high stepping through the field. It, it, was, it was sprints. Yeah. He was doing military training with his imaginary. Just dropping, doing push ups. Wheelie, I just want to play. 
<laughs> no work, Marcus. You gotta be a man. <laughs> I actively believe that that is what yes. I'm hundred percent. a sad childhood, bro. Yeah. <laughs> by yourself. Yep. How are you not a murderer? I mean, his uh, father was a good man. Yeah. So was Willy. Mm-hmm. So was Willy. So was Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka saved my soul. No, no, no. I thought there was a difference between Willy Wonka and Willy Jr. Yeah, Willy Jr. is his imaginary son because I wanted a friend. My <laughs> uncle was Willy Jr. Or yeah, Willy, Willy Sr. Yes. Willy Wonka. Yep, Willy Wonka. Yeah, he did not have children. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I invented a child of my mm-hmm. uncle, so that's why I had somebody. To play a cousin. Him. A cousin. Yeah. An imaginary cousin. An imaginary cousin. <laughs> this gets worse. <laughs> Marcus, please. Yes. If is there any Aldrich, <laughs> so anywhere where uh, maybe someone with some troubles could uh, talk with someone in these parts? That would actually really be great. Did you me. prep a therapist, Don? <laughs> <laughs> Nick. Uh, yes. <laughs> you, okay. I, yeah. Uh oh. Okay, I got it. Now's, now's the time. Uh, yes. Um, I mean, the bathhouse is always great to uh, <laughs> sit around and express your thoughts with others. Uh, it's kind of a bonding experience. Uh, but if you want someone specifically to speak to about uh, problems, I have to look through my street for a minute. <laughs> is there a guy down on one of the streets named maybe Street Jimmy? He just <laughs> listens, to, <laughs> listens to people's woes. <laughs> Drunkard's Passage. <laughs> His name is Barry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> I will do the steam walk. Uh, yes, on Wise Man's Walk uh, in the Silver District. Uh, Bathhouse Row is also the street directly in front of that, uh, if you're all interested in a relaxing stay uh, there. Um, but yes, there is a, a, someone that deals with... Uh, Problems and talking through them on uh, Wise Man's Walk. Thank you. Of course. And uh, I struggled to see it as we entered uh, the Temple for Tear. Is it nearby? Certainly there must be one. Uh, Yes, so the Temple for Tear being the... um, secondary god in Greymoor is actually the church itself in the Divine District. Uh, The church is called the High Seat. Uh, And that is where uh, Torm and Tyr are worshipped primarily. Um, But there are also other places of worship along the Hallowed Steps, uh, which is the second northmost street in the Sovereign District. Thank you. Of course. Uh, anyway, here's your milk with ice. Uh, if you need anything else, please do let me know. Did he leave the table? Where does he place the milk with ice? Right in the center. Perfect. Everyone's staring at the I'm, 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 I'm just staring at Twig. Slide the milk toward. I'm gonna dump it in his tea. The whole thing? Yeah. Okay, it overflows. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's just... a little teacup. 
Yeah, it was like a, a vase of milk. <laughs> sure. Just watch my tea <laughs> Mr. Mr. Pigeon, please just drink the fucking oh. milk. <laughs> I'll, I'll just hold it and stare at it for a minute. Just, okay. Just drink it. Drink it like you Give it a tiny sip. Just, yeah. just a little. <laughs> <laughs> happy smile in the world. <laughs> Use the wand. Use the wand. I'll use the wand on me. <laughs> <laughs> is there a save for it or does it just I happen? So. I think there is. Hold uh, on. It's a charisma save. I think so. No, yeah. not charisma. <laughs> Get him. Please. <laughs> My dumb stat. Yeah, it's a... Bam! <laughs> What's the DC? Ten. Oh. Is, is it a saving throw? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, no. Oh. It's... Is a 19. Mm. I frown. Yeah, you you see sparks <laughs> shoot out of the edge of the wand and just like dance across Ren's face and just nothing happens. I thought you wanted me to use just it. Just put it away. <laughs> just read the room. I'll try again. On <laughs> 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 <Not> me? <laughs> this only has three charges, right? Yeah. I told Dawn, yeah. No, it's a three. <laughs> yep. So the same thing. Sparks shoot across Rin's face and just <laughs> for a minute from the Raven oh. in Marcus's voice. Mm-hmm. It just yells, "Fuck!" Fuck! <laughs> 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 uh, excuse me. That's a very neat trick. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where I got this. It's been a while. I could dispel magic, it would be worth the spell slot. <laughs> I don't know if we bought it or found it. I think we found I think it. We I think found it was it. inside the temple. Yeah, how long does it last? A minute. A minute. Yeah. Okay. Forever. Hmm. I don't yeah. want to use it again. No. <laughs> Please. Torture. So while you guys are sitting and eating, <laughs> uh, I, I would say that it's likely around this time that Shay would walk in, but I'm going to have you guys switch so he can do what he's doing and then you got his yep. way back here. Just the wand of smiles on me. You told me to use it. You Mm -hmm. didn't. I was looking at them. Mm -hmm. I pointed at them. Hello. Hello. We're going to kill some now. <laughs> Alrighty. <clears throat> so you see your friends walk off into the day uh, to the early afternoon. They were headed toward that tavern that they had said they were going to? Yes, towards the inn, uh, the Frazzled Fox. Frazzled uh, Fox. The Frazzled Fox, uh, which was up Lamplighter's Way. You All were right. on Greygate street currently, right? Uh, which is the first street in the Moore section of the city. Right. So I, uh, as I said, heading out of the last episode, I yep. was going to start walking the parade route in reverse yeah, to, to try, try to, catch, to the end. catch the payoff without having to wait for it. Sure. Um, and I'd be grinning like a madman, sure. since that seems to be par for the course. Sure. Um, 
uh, I would scope about and see if anybody else was wearing a bunch of these mm-hmm. symbols, badges, whatever. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, and you're going to try to do the whole bump and swipe. Uh-huh, yeah, the old bump and swipe. Sure. On, uh, on somebody, that, to... somebody that looks distracted and surrounded by enough people that a, a bump would not be sure. particularly noticeable. Absolutely. Um, so are you trying to take the Fjordanian crest one? Uh, are you trying to take the religious sigils or all three? Um, are, does everybody that's adorned with so many have the same ones? Yes, absolutely. All three of them? Yes. Uh, where are they at? Uh, mostly on, like, the upper parts of the jacket, but they kind of descend down the sides. Okay, and are they, like, pins? Are they patches? What are they? Uh, they look like pins, yeah. They look like pins. Yeah. Um, I'm trying, I'm gonna try and bump and swipe. Uh, several people instead sure. of trying to get three off of one person. Sure. Got it. I'm gonna, like, you know. Sure. See if uh, I can't. Yeah, go ahead and make me a sleight of hand check. I'll give you advantage because it's in a crowd. Well, the higher one's a natural 20 with a plus eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you, very efficient at this. You make your way through these crowds of people. Uh, several of the smiling ones just kind of arms up and clapping and like kind of in time with their claps you kind of bump into them and, mm-hmm. and pull off one of these patches and as the like back half of the pin falls below the cloak you kind of like catch it with your other hand and dip behind them and they pay you no mind as you're Beautiful. able to swipe uh, three of these. Nice. Yeah and you just kind of smile and make your way through the crowd. Um, you can see that again they're mostly lined against like the edges of the streets on either side so there is a uh, a bit of a walkway between the crowd and the buildings themselves on the edges that you're able to kind of walk along without mm. being like in and out. Yeah, without having to people. weave super hard. Yeah. Sure. Um, after I get uh, three of these bad boys, I'd get myself, you know, dialed up, up yeah. pinned up, yeah, pin up, <laughs> uh, and then uh, I would uh, about how f- how far along do you think I'd be by the time I swiped three of these? Uh, heading in the direction. Sure. Um, yeah, so you can see that you, you're you probably at the edge of, uh, of Grey Gate, and you can see that there is a large wall that kind of um, separates the city in half, uh, where the road then curves and heads straight up towards the castle. But you can see that further up there is an opening that leads into the western half of the city. Okay. Um, but you are now on... Uh, you would turn to the north and make your way up West Wall, uh, which is spans the entirety of the Moor, the Silver District, and the Sovereign District straight up the inside wall. All right. Uh, and you can see that that's where the parade is kind of wrapping um, down. Uh, along your your way, you pass directly across from you. You can see that there are like there are street signs kind of hanging on each of these. Um, and you can see that as you got about halfway, there was a path that you, as you turned, uh, as you were like bumping these people and smiling, that just leads straight up through the center of the city, straight towards the castle. Uh, and you can see that that is labeled Monarch's Path. Okay. Um, and that comes straight from the is castle that, itself. Is that where this parade is uh, descending from? No, so it's coming down the west wall. They're kind of circling it's, the Is it like, portion. so that runs kind of parallel to this? Correct. Yeah, okay. that runs So they're parallel. coming down on the outside edge, but there is one yes. road down the middle. Yep. Yeah, so Lamplighter's Way, Monarch's Path, and West Wall are all parallel, heading directly north towards okay. the castle. I'm going to stick 
toward parade edge. Yep. Um, I guess I'd, uh, I'd get a, I want to make a good glance around and make sure that nobody's, like, paying extra attention to me. Sure. Um, especially now that I've got some, yeah, some, some stuff symbology. Sure. Uh, yeah, make a perception check. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you don't notice anyone in particular watching you. Um, you, as you're moving about, you notice that a couple of the people that are dressed like this um, across the way from you kind of catch your eye and just give you a slight nod as you're moving about. Um, but very subtle. Um, kind of in the sense that as somebody that's familiar with, uh, like, codes and things of mm. that nature, that they're definitely not necessarily like a group but kind of speaking the same language mm -hmm. as far as they're clearly doing something sure um and they but that doesn't necessarily mean that like they all know each other sure. because there are so many of them in their yeah. it would be weird if they didn't. i mean i'd i'd nod back like i was in on it absolutely mm -hmm. yeah. uh and then uh i would uh when i was pretty sure that there's nobody eyes on yeah I'd uh, I'd get my my hood up. Yep. And I'd get it pretty far down. Sure. Um, far strider level. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. just <laughs> right above who? The, yeah. Um <laughs> and I would kind of like lean head down so that my whole face was hidden. Sure. Um and I would uh, change my features uh, to the features of the blade. Okay. Um and then I would, I'd keep, I'd leave the hood up. Absolutely. I wouldn't be like hood straight back down. Sure. I'd leave the hood up and I'm going to follow this route. Yep. Um, I want to stay next to the, the parade route because I do want to see what this payoff is. Absolutely. I want to see what the, yeah. the hullabaloo is about. Sure. Uh, yeah, so as you make your way along, you can see that there are several floats with, like, a bunch of different uh, merchants that are kind of tossing things into the crowd. Various, like, little bundled snacks and things like that. A couple of, uh, like, light, uh, little cheaply made, like, trinkets and stuff that they're just kind of tossing into the crowd of people. Um, the further back it gets, it gets uh, to be, like, more of the important people. You get to see some of the different guilds. Uh, which Paul also asked about. None of them stick out to you as like weird guilds. They're mm. just they look fairly yeah. normal. Standard city yes. guilds. Standard I've been city in other guilds. cities. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. They, they, nothing kind of weird. Um, and then you get to the back towards the uh, towards more of the nobility that is riding along, um, and you see a couple of the different offices of the city, and you do see. The person that you recognize as John Dar standing on a float surrounded by a couple of other well-dressed uh, noble figures on the commerce float, uh, just kind of looking out and just waving, um, which let me grab a description for how he looks currently. Uh, how far a, away when I recognize that I'm seeing him? Sure. Um, it's You're probably about probably 50 feet and he's heading toward me, and I'm heading this way. Yes. Is anybody else walking the parade route in reverse, as I am? Anybody else uh, slide to the parade game and know how to make a parade shorter? Um, 
you can see that there are some people that are moving that way, but they don't look as if they're like looking, looking into the street. At the parade, they're just kind of moving. They look like they're perhaps yeah. heading home, or yeah, or or people that are like not really aware of what's going on that might have just come into the city that are kind of like sure. going to a destination. Sure, uh, they knew where they like, were heading to the city, and this yeah. is not what they were expecting. Yeah, or like inquisitively looking uh, at some of the stuff, but it's it's nobody that's just like actively sure. scoping out the parade that you can tell. Um, but you see the familiar figure of John Dorr, um, and you can see that it's, as you remember, um, very pale, silver, long hair, um, uh, and long pointed elvish ears. Mm. Uh, he looks older than you remember, um, and he is dressed in a, like, a, a blue, um, like very long robed cloak mm. uh, that's bound with like a, like a gilded tie in the center that kind of like keeps everything together and shut. Um, but he's just very formal. Uh, obviously, no facial hair or anything because he's an elf. But um, mm. that is the the figure that you remember. And as you look at him, uh, make a Constitution saving throw for me, please. There it is. That's that one. Uh, yeah, so you, as you not lock eyes with him because he's looking generally out at the crowd, but mm. understand that this is John Dar and you connect with his gaze. You kind of stutter step for a minute and freeze as this just like a, a chill just washes over you and runs down your spine as you just kind of shake and you're unable to move for a minute and somebody like walks into the back of you um, because you've kind of stopped so suddenly. And it probably only took place over, you know, a second or two. But to you, it feels like a minute. Like, mm. it, it feels just like 60 seconds of just... Sure. Not necessarily terror, but just all of these bottled up feelings... Okay. ...that you had learned to forget kind of wash back over mm. you all at once, seeing him again. Sure. So it doesn't feel like somebody tried to do it's like uh yeah this is i wasn't expecting yeah to feel that that way i knew i was out here looking to see if i could lay eyes on him but yeah just like a a wave of anxiety of just it's you didn't know how you would feel if you did see him again Mm. and seeing him again just has struck you with just determination to complete your goal and also just uncertainty about the task ahead of you. Sure. So I get bumped from behind. It in my brain. It yeah. feels like it a minute. Feels like but a I, minute. I, okay. I like shake yeah, it you off. Shake and it off. I look up and and barely any times passed. He's still yeah. about he is still, fifty feet out. Yeah, absolutely. And he's scanning. He's like doing the political wave. Yeah, he's doing the political. So you wave. look like he's looking about at my level at all. It doesn't really look like he is locking eyes with anyone in particular. He is just looking not making contact with anybody um it doesn't look like he's really paying attention to the crowd itself he is just sure i've spent a decent amount of time around this person yeah uh assuming that it's who i think it is yep um in this type of situation assuming he's here for work sure of some sort sure um what would i think he'd be actually looking at actually doing outside of just keep the same way that I'm seemingly walking the parade route in reverse but I'm I have an agenda 
Absolutely. what type of sure character would sure. I think that he what would I think he'd be looking out for? Sure. Um, so I would say that you would know that he is extraordinarily perceptive um, and very observant. Uh, and in this moment of him, obviously, like, he's very capable of masking his feelings and masking himself, as are you, uh, that it's odd that he seems to be just generally scaring, scanning the crowd where it seems like he, his mind is elsewhere and the other half of his mind is scanning the crowd for, like, if he perceives a threat, he will immediately mm. snap out of whatever he is thinking about. And, and he is clearly and not... And be more at attention. Yeah, he sure. is clearly not actively paying attention and is attempting to look as though he is happy to see everyone. The whole He's got the shit-eating grin on his Absolutely. face, too. Sure. Yeah. Less of a grin and more of a, like, very stoic. Mm. Regal. Yes, sure. Absolutely. Um, what's the light situation in this part of the city where I'm at? What sort of... I mean, it, there's walls, obviously. Yeah. What sort of overhead light based on time of sure. day? Um, anything so like that? it's about... It's. I think I said it was like 4 p.m.-ish. Uh, so the sun is kind of shining down at an angle uh, from the west. It's, it's just slightly past directly overhead. Okay. Um... You can see that there are lanterns that are hanging from several of the buildings, but they are not currently lit. And the sun, so it's it's just slightly past, just overhead, so it's it's still kind of coming down on everybody out here. Yes. Um, I would uh, slip a, a, a small steel mirror out of my pocket. Sure. And try to catch enough of the light to kind of angle it in his direction. Sure. Uh, and I would slip the cloak back so that if it did catch him, he would see this face, this sure. uh, this female uh, elven face, almost forgettable in a way, but he would have spent he, a fair amount of time uh, around this particular Absolutely. mask. Sure. Um, is that in the sense that you want him to see you, or I, you want him I, to think he sees I you? I want him to see me. So if I catch his face with the light, sure, I would do the like you know when you like catch eyes with somebody and yep. immediately look away. Yep. And it's the like maybe they won't think that. I, sure. I want him to know that I see him. Sure. But I want to play it off like I'm just continuing walking this parade route in reverse. Got it. Um and. I want it to be very clear. Like, I'm not trying to hide from sure. him. Got it. Recognizing that he's up there where he's probably not going to be able to cause yeah, a scene not... in the middle of the city. Absolutely. I want him to see that I have the badges on. Sure. Sure. Just the big grin on my face. But I catch eyes, look straight away. And keep going. And just keep moving. Slow, casual pace. Absolutely. And like, As if you've got nowhere yeah, to be. And then like, when I find a spot to duck off to the side after doing this, I would duck off to the side and get the hood back up. Got it. Would you change your features back after that point? Uh, we'll figure that out depending sure. on how this goes. Got it. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and make a sleight of hand check for me uh, to angle this mirror in a way that gets it towards his face. 24. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so you pull out this mirror and kind of load down to the side uh, as you're walking, and you look in his direction, and you finally catch the sun, and you direct it, like, along the far buildings and down onto his float, and you kind of, like, run it up the side of his cloak and catch it in his eye, and he, like blinks for a moment and looks over towards the source and you see that he locks eyes with you and his face like drops and looks inquisitive for a moment and as you keep going uh, out of the corner of your eye you see him just like regain his composure and immediately go back to Mm -hmm. the noble wave but he definitively saw and you saw that recognition drop of this inquisitive look on his face was not from the fact that sun was shining into his eyes. He definitively mm-hmm. recognized what he assumes is you. Mm. So I would... I imagine that, that it is in fact him then, that yes. he would recognize uh, this particular face. Yes. Uh, so I would, um, as I said, I'd be looking for a spot to... Uh, kind of slide off to the side. Yep. Um, and just get the hood pulled back up. Um, and uh, and then same sort of maneuver, get the head down. Uh, I would change features to uh, know him. Okay. Um, because I, I, if he's going to catch the cloak <coughs> again, I don't want him seeing... Shay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Not sure. yet. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and also, I'm wearing the badges. Yes. I don't want those associated with, with, Shea. with Shea either. Sure, absolutely. So, um, I would change that face, uh, and uh, I guess it, he wasn't at the tail end of the parade. He was somewhere in the middle. Yeah, he, well, he was close towards the end. He's close towards the end. Uh, Can the, I see the end? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it was only a few floats behind him. Sure. So, I would, once I've changed, I'd slip back out um, and keep finishing out the route. Yeah. Um, and try to see what, what the big deal is. Who Who's dude at the end of the parade? Sure. Uh, yeah, so you see a couple more of the uh, of the dukes and things like that, uh, along with some other nobility. Uh, and then you see a float that is clearly what this parade is about. Um, you see a human uh, mid-30s man standing atop a float in uh, silver plate mail complete with gauntlets. Um, You can see from this distance the symbol of uh, Torm on either shoulder on his pauldrons. Uh, And he is holding a shield in one hand that is uh, like a a, a standard shield that he has like at his side kind of like wedged into a piece on the ground that he's holding uh, with this crest of Fjordane on it. Um, And you see on his side is a long sword with a gilded hilt. He has slightly untamed shoulder-length blonde hair, uh, a groomed, very thin mustache, uh, a thin line of hair in the center of his chin that, like, connects to a chin strap, um, and just piercing blue eyes, very handsome, very confident, uh, just waving at everybody and and just kind of, like, turning to the crowd, raising his arms, very uh, emoting a lot, definitely, like, putting up uh, Mm. a show. Um, and you can see that this float is labeled with the name Benjamin May, uh, mm. Knight of Fjordane. Um, <clears throat> the symbols that I've uh, strategically jacked from some other yes. people, uh, do these appear to be associated with 
him with this float. With, obviously, one of them's associated specifically with Fjordane. Is he adorned with, or is anybody else in his company sure. adorned with these same three symbols? Yeah. So the other group of knights that are with him, uh, that are that are seated behind him and, and kind of all chatting, uh, also have symbols of Fjordane and of. Uh, of Torm as well. Mm. Uh, and you have a sigil of Torm, you also have one of Tyr, and then the Fjordanian crest. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, okay, I've seen the end of the, the parade. Are so, people dispersing? They are. Immediately after his float, you see a, like, nobility float with, okay. like, the very higher-ups in the city. Uh, but notably, you do not see a king on the throne. Okay. Uh, the king is not part of this parade. You can see that there is a throne. This is definitely the like sovereign. Right, they're acknowledging of the that there's somebody big that should be at the end. But he is not. Okay, it, who is there? Uh, just other nobility. Okay. Um, but there is no like king with a crown sitting in the throne, nor is there one standing on that float. Any uh, any black flowers in this parade? Uh, make a perception check for me. Uh, 18. Not that you can recognize. The only one that you definitively recognized is Jondar. Okay, and and nobody with like a like a family crest or a recognizable symbol or a face that's similar to. Even if I couldn't say sure. that's definitely sure. Uh, no, no, nobody of note. Yeah, no, you do not think so. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, so people are dispersing toward the back of the parade. Where am I at? Uh, so you're about, uh, you're a few streets up, um, go back to my streets. you're a few streets up, uh, West Wall, um, I'll say you are at Copper Street, uh, you are, which runs straight down over towards the other part of the city, uh, towards the main gate. Mm. So you're four streets back. But still on West Wall. Okay. So immediately to your right is Copper Street that runs over to the eastern side of the city, back to over where your friends are. Okay. Um, I would try and find uh, one of the, the actually grinning people that, sure. that is uh, perhaps dispersing at the end of this parade. Or sure. If, they're not, if those people <laughs> aren't dispersing, but if they're like taking a step back and now they don't need to mind the parade because it's already gone sure. past or whatever. I'd try to find one of those. Sure, yeah, they're not like gathering together or anything, they're just kind yeah, of Yeah, they're just kind of throughout. Uh, yeah, but you catch eyes with someone and he just like nods at you. Um, and I would uh, I would approach that person. Sure. Um, and I'd, I'd pull the hood back. I, I don't want him thinking that I'm sure. up to anything weird. And sure. So you are a child... Uh, uh, a teenage-ish sure, looking okay. uh, elven boy. Sure, got it. Yeah, this is a, a mid-twenties human. Mm. Uh, yes? Well, well met, friend. Well met. Um, I, I was hoping you could uh, direct me to somebody that knows uh, Mr. Chandos, office hours. Uh, sure, yes. Uh, on King's Way uh, is where his office is. Uh... They should be posted there, I believe. No, very good. Yes. Very good. Thank you. Of course. And I would good day. Good day? Yep. I'd turn and, and keep rolling. 
Sure. Are you heading up towards King's Way? Uh, yeah, I want to keep an eye out and see if this guy is paying attention to me because it's probably strange that I would ask for directions, but sure. Uh, yeah, make a make an yeah make a perception check. <laughs> no, that one. Okay. Uh, yeah. So far as you can tell, you've not attracted yeah, I mean, any I, attention. I turned all the way away from him and and started walking. Yeah. Um, I'd just keep a general eye out for if it seemed like anybody was following me, but I would want to head toward uh, the the direction that he suggested, see if I could catch sight of, of this building. Sure. Um, and I'd probably put the hood back up. Sure. Now that I'm walking away. Yeah. So you make your way down along the full part of, uh, of West Wall, um, and... In the middle, you come to a large opening uh, street that is labeled The Crossing, and you can see to your left through this large gap in this central wall uh, is a large market with people milling about. Uh, this is where the market district is. Um, you make your way past it and keep going, um, but that's so far the only gap you've seen in the wall leading to that other side of the city. Uh, the rest of it is kind of walled separating just sure. to keep things segmented. Um, there are no walls. The walls that I drew on the map with the brown are just to label the districts mm-hmm. being separated. Um, but the, the only walls that exist are around the barracks and around this split in the sure. center there. Um, you make your way through the Silver District um, uh, to the crossing itself, and then you make your way into the Sovereign District. And as you go from the moor into the Silver District, into the Sovereign Districts, the buildings get larger and uh, a little bit more ornate. Uh, the ones in the moor are very simplistic. Uh, the silver district are a, a little bit nicer, a little bit larger, and the sovereign district are very nice. Um, you know, there's silver and gold gildings on a lot of the sides of the buildings, and, and different like intricate designs and things like that. Uh, as you get into the like nicer part of the city, um, and you make your way up uh, to King's Way, which is the northernmost road on this side of the city um, that runs parallel to the crossing uh, but at the other side of the city Um, and you make your way along and you kind of like catch the castle in the Mm. distance obviously Uh, there is a a large fence uh, in between this road behind the buildings that are uh, on the other side of King's Way Uh, and behind those behind the buildings um, is this large fence you can see like a large gatehouse that leads to the castle that's currently closed off and there are are a lot of guards mulling around uh, this area Um, and you make your way to the office of the various dukes uh, and you come across John Dar's office um, the well it's labeled the the office of commerce Mm. um, and you see that it is a very tall uh, three-story building made of um, like a gray stone and wood uh, with a large like pointed roof Um, and you can see that there is a closed sign on it for the day um, but that it operates from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. okay um Does it look like there's anybody in the in the building? Are there windows? Does it look like there's any lights on? Even if they're not open, does it look like there's anybody present there? Um, I don't know the particular sure. layout, but like, if not, would it look like there are uh, maybe homes associated with like on the same like plot, uh, perhaps that people that 
are more important stay close to here? Would it sure. look like there's anything like that? Somewhere where I could try to speak words at somebody that... Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you can see that there are um, there are guards posted along uh, the majority of these, uh, like in between the sets of buildings. Uh, and the upper portions of some of these buildings appear to kind of transition from office into like a like an apartment style housing um but there are larger uh like larger houses towards the end of the road that definitively transition from like these office spaces into these like larger not mansions because it's Mm -hmm. still you know still in the city but they are definitively not like office buildings sure um it does look like there are lights on inside um and you can see that there is like a guard and somebody else behind the desk immediately inside there's a guard inside or there's a guard outside and somebody inside there's a guard inside and a guard outside there's somebody outside the door yes and somebody i i can see through a window at a desk yeah the guard outside is like in between that building and the next one it's not right outside the door but you can see inside that there is uh a an elvish woman or sorry not an elvish woman jesus uh a human woman behind the desk and Mm. a human guard uh just kind of standing watch inside sure um Hood still up. Mm-hmm. Um, stop looking up at the buildings. Tilt my head down. Switch back to the blade. Yep. Um, and I'd approach that building like I knew what I was doing. Sure, um, absolutely. Recognizing that it's closed, but mm-hmm. seeing that there was somebody inside, and I'd, yeah. a- I'd approach and I'd tap on the door. Yeah, they wave you in. And I would put myself in. I'd pull the hoods down. Uh, how can I help you? I apologize. We are closed today. Uh, it's quite all right. I was hoping to see um, Mr. Jondo. Uh, we're old friends. Ah, he and I. Uh, yes. Um, uh, do you happen to know when he'd be in again? Uh, he is very busy, uh, and she like looks down and flips uh, he the He always was a busy man. Yes. Um, I believe he'll be out again tomorrow, um, but his... Uh, his other office officials will be back in the morning. We open at 8. Uh, Perhaps I could leave a message for him? Sure, absolutely. I can take a message for yes, you and, and give it to him when I see him next. You could just tell him that Mistress Wren came by. And um, Mistress uh, Wren, sh- you said? Wren, yes. Uh, and she was so very much hoping to see him again. Okay. Uh, are you staying anywhere that I can uh, send him? Oh, um, I haven't found room yet. Actually, I was, I was sure. going to ask his opinion on accommodations. Ah, understood. Uh, I don't suppose you have a recommendation. Uh, uh you're new to the city, I assume, as you've just come in. Yes, it's my uh, first time in Greymoor. Uh, understood. Um, well, the the frazzled fox uh, is quite a nice inn. Uh, that's kind of our premier inn for newcomers. Uh, being at the front at the, of the city, it gets a lot of traffic. Awfully busy portion of town. Yes. Um, she, like, flips through a book. Um, you're looking for something more quiet? Yes, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, apologies for asking. Um, what level of... Uh, uh, how much are you looking to spend? Are you looking for something very upscale? Uh, uh, money is no object. All right. Uh, then in the Sovereign District... Um...
I would check out uh, Steam Walk then. It is the uh, double check that that's correct. Yeah, uh, that is the second most city in the Sovereign District, uh, just above Enchanted Lane. Uh, it is three streets down from here. Um, there are a great many uh, high-end bathhouses, uh, massage parlors, uh, brothels, if that's your thing, and higher-end taverns there. Uh, you'll have your uh, inns as well. You'll have your uh, pick there. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I didn't catch your name. Uh, Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. You're far too kind. Happy to help. Uh, our offices will be open in the morning. Um, I will pass this message on to John Dar when I see him next. It might be a few days. Uh, he is kind of uh, all over the place at the moment. Very busy. Well, um, if you could... Is there somewhere you could leave it for him, perhaps? Uh, yes. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll try to ensure he gets it in the next day or so. Very good. You, you can tell him I will be coming back to call. Of course. Uh, Thank you again. Of course. Uh, happy to help. You've been most helpful. Good I'm day. Glad. Give a, a slight curtsy and step my way back out mm -hmm. the door and uh, nod to the outside guard and yeah, you just put my hood up mm -hmm. and head back. Uh, I would head back in the direction that I would think... Uh, I'd try and make a roundabout way to the Frazzled Fox. Sure, absolutely. Um, and on the way, I would, um, I'd get the, the pins off yep. uh, inconspicuously and change my face back to Shay. Sure. Yeah, so you loop your way down. Um, I'll say that you go partially down through the center, uh, through Monarch's Path, and then cut along one of the side streets in the Silver District. Uh, where there's a bunch of people milling about and kind of slowly take apart your costume very subtly uh, and make your way over to Lamplighter's Way uh, and back towards the Frazzled Fox. We summon the troops. Yeah, so as you guys are sitting eating, the door opens and in walks your good friend Shay. Shay, you see your friend sitting at a long table close to the bar eating dinner. I would uh, I'd approach the table. Does it look like they, they left space for me? Or uh, am I going to have to pull up a chair? Uh, there would have been extra chairs because they were an odd sure. number, so it would have been a six-person table. Right on. Uh, then I would uh, approach and plop down in mm -hmm. the empty seat. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. How's the tavern been so far? Normal. As you guys, as you sit down and walk in, 
uh, a Baldric. Um, a Baldric. A Baldric. A single Baldric. <laughs> uh, a human man to you, uh, mid fifties, bald, chiseled face, short beard, walks over. Uh, oh, I see you uh, have another friend. Uh, so I had something I had to take care of. Uh, of course. Uh, can I get you dinner, uh, lodging? I think he wants the usual. Ah, that is correct. I would like the usual. Sure, absolutely. Uh, what brings you to Barrymore? Uh, I'm traveling with friends. Oh, understandable. Uh, they're uh, all doing a, a great number of things. Uh, entertainers, uh, commerce, and searching for a gift. Yes. Yes, well, they are good company. Especially yes. this one. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't get a name uh, from I him. didn't give you a name. No, uh, the two of them uh, did not give names, and um, and he do, like doesn't look at Twig, uh, <laughs> but gestures to her, asked uh, not to be perceived. It's a respect thing. I understand, of course, yes. Yes. It's um, circus folk, you know. Sure. You have uh, to build up to it. Yes, uh, I directed them to a, a few different streets uh, where they could get some entertainment and perform mm. and if that's their thing. Uh, but I'll be right back with your food. Uh, please enjoy. Uh, and I assume you have obtained lodging for him in your suite then? That's what the fourth room was for? Yes, thank you. Perfect. Uh, I'll be right back with the usual. He thank you. turns and walks off. I'm just going to look at Shay and look at the milk in the center of the table. Yeah, there's a jug of milk in the center of the table with ice cubes floating in it. It's partially empty. Partially empty. Say, it's, yeah, it's mm. definitely partially empty. That kind of evening? Yeah, you can see Mr. Pigeon has a teacup in front of him that is uh, white in color, the liquid inside of it, and there is uh, definitively a like pool of liquid underneath the mug to a small degree. I don't know if we can trust this person. Baldrick? Yes. Why? He did not know the handshake. Oh, that won't do. That simply won't do. Marcus said it might be a different handshake. It could but be he's regional. An could be regional. You would think different that customs. he would know part of it at least, but mm. sometimes things are this way. Mm. You should ask if there is a regional difference to this handshake. It would be a shame to use the wrong one in the rest of Greymore. It's too many handshakes. There are a lot, yes. One for every sort of person. <laughs> But he's an innkeeper. He is, yes. Well, a tavern keeper. Is that and different from an innkeeper? It can be, yes. It's all a matter of how you perceive yourself. I don't know if I have a tavern. And a barkeeper is something else entirely. The world is complex. Like milk in a glass. <laughs> I do not have a tavern. Sh- Shay, please. What? See reason. <laughs> Excuse me? Don't. Don't. Just don't. We don't have to do this. Young master. <laughs> We're eventually going to have to. <laughs> I get food, sir. He sets a plate in front of you. You can see that it is uh, two pork sausages, um, a pile of vegetables, and two potatoes that have been 
punched down. Uh, you can see the outlines of knuckles in them. Uh, that looks to have been like pan fried. Thank you very much. Uh, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, a drink for you. Apologies. Do you have tea? Uh, we do. Yes. Uh, herbal, floral. Oh, those, the, never mind. Uh, All right. Herbal. Sure. <laughs> Just a moment. Walks off. You, you see, dandelion. Just as the usual is different in a various locations, though you use the same word, sometimes we use the same word to describe a different thing. Perhaps there's a different handshake for that reason. Baldrick seems very trustworthy. He brought me the usual. I don't remember the context, but I do have the handshake of a part bear. What? I don't... I do not remember the context for that either. I'm no idea. totally honest. Part bear, raise your hands like claws, bare teeth. Only for part bears, don't try this with a full bear. Nope, no Makes recollection. <laughs> <laughs> Makes complete sense. However, I don't remember meeting a part bear. We definitely didn't, and I don't remember who would have possibly told you that. I mean, 100%. 100%, 100% no one, Don. Murdoch or Colbane? Yes! Definitely no. one of those two. Men. For sure, Marcus. It was for sure, Marcus. No, <laughs> and bear, no not meaning bear. I'm trying to remember the context. No, no. Let's Do not. You? Let's not think of it too long. No. Okay. I, 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 I think I have an idea of the context. No, I would. It's fine. <laughs> Just start enjoying the usual. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Baldrick walks over again. Uh, huge grin on his face. Not tea for you. Yes, thank you. Of course. Uh, anything else I can get for all of you? How big is this grin on his face? Uh, I mean, just... Like a, is it as big as any of the grins out in the city? Uh, no, definitely not. Okay. Not creepy big. Not creepy big, just he... <laughs> there's, a, there's an is, important distinction that yeah, needs to be just, He's happy to serve. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you again. Sure. Uh, do you all uh, need wake-up calls in the morning or anything like that? Uh, I don't know what your plans are for the day in terms yeah. of uh, wanting to be up early or not. No, please. Oh, I'm good. I wake up at dawn no matter what. Sure. Uh... Any place I can direct you in terms of uh, businesses, entertainment? Uh, I've informed them about the bathhouses. Uh, I think that they will know the places that I need to see. Of course. Yes. I appreciate your help. Oh, absolutely. Um, is there anything else that I can get for you, do for you? Uh, uh, no, Baldrick. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, well, do enjoy. Let me know if you need anything. And turns and walks off. Yes. Anyway. Just rubbing my cheeks. <laughs> I guess a minute's probably best. Mm-hmm. Stop doing that. You told me to use it. I pointed at Mr. Pigeon. I'm not going to use it on Mr. Pigeon. <laughs> Please don't use it on me again. Okay. Made it very difficult to eat. True. The, uh, the wand? Yes. Mm-hmm. I can see how that could be a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's what happened to all the people outside. Maybe. Well, they, they are very... <coughs> doesn't, doesn't explain the attitude, though. Mm. It's true. That's true. They were all, um... They were all wearing the same set of symbols, though. Did you see that? Oh, pull out some of these mm-hmm. and slide them across to Marcus. I think they were these. 
look like. Uh, yeah, so you see that they are uh, little, like, pins that essentially have the symbol of the crest of Fjordain, uh one for Torm and one for Tyr. Seems quite official. Do we know what Torm is? I do. I know you do, but is that something that we've... Would... I've pointed out his symbol on yeah. my tattoos. Okay, that's one of your... Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't d- think he's gone into detail. Yeah, I haven't really discussed like much about him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I wasn't sure if that was one that... No, you would be one? you would be more familiar with Tyr mm-hmm. uh, because of Nolan um, and with Helm because of Sheila. Mm-hmm. But those are really the only two that mm-hmm. have been discussed in detail. We talked about um and Shantae a bit. Shantae, well. mm-hmm. yeah, that's the one that I yes know. Yes, I managed to catch sight of there. Victorious knight, the one they were holding the parade for. Oh, good-looking man. Young, fairly yes. Interesting. And uh, a float near the back of the parade. Looked like it was probably for the nobility, but nobody on the uh, on the throne. A throne on the float, but empty. Maybe they were invisible. Perhaps. Perhaps there's a secret door in the throne. A secret compartment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like under the cushion, perhaps. <laughs> We'll have to check if we get close to it. That's a very good idea. Mm-hmm. Any idea why all the people brandishing those symbols might be so pleased? It seemed like some of the others were a little more dejected. No, I mean, my father's information about the political and social state of Greymoor is seemingly outdated but it has been 20 years I do not know what this city has gone through in that time but it seems you know I guess you could say official business in some way curious that they would there were pins that they were wearing yes are they magic? I don't think so I'll take a look at them. I'll just sure. do an Arcana check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't appear to be. Uh, okay. You can roll, I guess. Don't have to. <laughs> do you want me to? Uh, no, you don't. You don't have okay. to. Um, you don't get any. You don't really get any magical sense from them. They just appear to be holy pins in the the crest of the city. No, they don't look anything special. Just signifiers, I think. Hmm. Managed to acquire those three, trying to blend in a little. Sure. The others that were wearing them did acknowledge their presence on me, but mm. they didn't say what they were about. They weren't gathered all together, sort Certainly. of interspersed throughout the city. Hmm. Did you need a smile of all the wand? I, I smiled for myself. But a thank you. I can use it one more time. Today. 
I don't think Baldrick needs it. Bryn told me not to use it on Yes, I, I did hear that. Mm. I will break it. That wouldn't be good. Twig also told me not to use it on her again. Mm-hmm. Where's Shimmer? I don't think Shimmer would like that. What do you mean? The raven repeats, I don't think Shimmer would like that. <laughs> you see Shimmer's head just poke out of, like, Dandelion's hair from under, like, her little... Just out of the was it, was, did we notice that it was there? He just, like, chills in her cloak hood. Her he hair's just, very like, bushy. Mm-hmm. He just, like, huffs and a little puff of smoke comes out of his nose and he just retreats back in like an eel going into a cave. <laughs> Like Lord Voldemort. <laughs> He's oh leathery wings. <laughs> Puts the hood up. Harry Potter. <laughs> I can touch you. It's even we better because that's how we described yeah, the, oh, initially being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we should save it in case we meet somebody new. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone else would need, mm. would need to smile. Yes, they would think, these people, I don't know why, but I want to smile around them. <laughs> Will immediately be friends. Maybe they can't. Perhaps. Some you people seemed upset. It's like a gift. Maybe because they can't smile. You'll know when you find the right person. Where was the flip going? Um, it was bringing up the back at the parade did the parade have a direction I mean it was coming past this way I, I walked it in reverse yeah I'll Didn't say you can like see it in front windows it's now curved up and has, is going up lamplighter's way back towards the castle okay yeah there are floats outside I imagine it'll come past here you'd be able to see for yourself and the knight was he on that float with I, the throne just in front of it they said he saved a princess. Oh, that's quite the feat. Yeah, I am going to uh, stand up from the table. Mm-hmm. Make my way towards the door. Mm-hmm. Anybody else going? I'll sit here and eat the usual. Mm-hmm. I'll follow. The parade is still passing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm side-eye this milk mm-hmm. in the middle of the table. <laughs> sure. It's, Do I feel it's, any tension? <laughs> I, I would say that you feel a, 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 just a hatred radiating off of Mr. Pitch just a little bit. Mm. And, mm. and Twig is More just More than usual? Like, Twig is just, just like daggers looking at the table. Sure, sure. I thought there was less tension between... It's lessened. <laughs> because he did sip the milk. Mm. <laughs> Please just drink it. Are you like proud mom right now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My boy. <laughs> just like so just... Mr. Pigeon looks a little dejected, mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. Twig is looking at him like a proud mother. I'm gonna put some of the milk in my tea. <laughs> sure, <laughs> absolutely. Anybody else going with Marcus and Dandelion to the door? Uh, no, I'd stay here. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, you guys step outside, or are you just like looking through? I would open the door first. Sure. And look outside mm-hmm. to see what the 
scene looks like before us. Sure. Uh, yeah, so you can see that still there are a ton of people lining the streets. Um, this is getting towards the back half of the parade. Um, you can see that now there are more, uh, like, nobility figures and things on a couple of the floats, mm-hmm. uh, as well as a, a couple of the, like, offices of the dukes and things of that nature. Is the area outside of our street now heavily, densely occupied by people? Uh, no more than it was before. There's, like, essentially the central part of the street, and there's, like, crowds, crowds, and then there's a gap where people are walking and then buildings. So, like, there's space for you to move behind the people, but along the actual street itself is lined with a crowd. Same as it was before. Yeah, I would take, uh, if they are, if the parade float in which this night is within 30, 40 feet, 50 feet, either direction of the door, I would take a step out and attempt to, on cobblestone streets, heavily stomp. Sure. With my armor. Okay. Uh... Just from a DM perspective, what are you trying to achieve? Trying to see if my black armor is noticed. Sure, absolutely. Because there are going to be guards, there is also this man, and there are also nobles in the area. Absolutely. Tempting to see any of them that would notice and give attention to a man in tarnished, injured, black plate mail. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so as you are standing outside stomping, uh, the sound of the metal striking the cobblestone kind of radiates, cutting through the noise of the crowd and the music. Mm -hmm. Um, and you see several of the nobles on the float in front of, uh, the one that the knight is on as that one is rounding the corner to come down your street. Um, about 50 feet away. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can see that several of them look over to you along with a few of the guards and kind of just like inquisitively look in your direction and several of the guards and a few of the like larger noble figures towards the very back of this parade, you see a sense of recognition on their faces and they just shoot daggers at you. Um, A few of the younger guards and a few of the older ones don't really pay you any mind as far as like daggers just kind of like why is this man stomping Mm -hmm. in the street Mm -hmm. um and the parade keeps going and a few of them just kind of follow you with their gaze and you see them whispering between them um as this knight moves into view and gets closer to you uh i'll describe him as well um to you guys he has he looks to be about mid 30s uh he is a human um he has slightly untamed shoulder length blonde hair uh he has a groomed thin mustache and a thin line of hair in the center of his chin that connects to a a thin chin strap beard um he's dressed in silver plate with gauntlets um the holy symbol of torm on either of his shoulder pauldrons 
Uh, he has a shield next to him with the crest of Fjordain on it, and on his hip is a longsword with a gilded hilt. Um, and you can see that he is uh, looks to be very um, personable and is kind of like playing up to the crowd, mm-hmm. kind of turning around, very showy, yeah. uh, and just like smiling at the crowd and everything. Uh, and he kind of looks over at you stomping, um, and you don't see any recognition on his face in terms of he knows who you are. He just kind of looks confused at the stomping, and he just, like, stomps as well, assuming that you're, like, trying to do some weird clapping to get his attention or something like that. And he just kind of, like, points at you and, and raises <laughs> his arms and just keeps spinning and looking at the crowd. But he, like, stomps back at you, uh, so that way... He, you know that he saw you doing that definitively. Mm-hmm. My God. It's the stopping. Yeah. Uh, and immediately after his float, you see more of the higher-up nobility, and you do see a throne where the king would sit, uh, but there is no king on the throne. There's nobody with a crown on that back float. Um, and several of them also shoot glances at you uh, and turn and like look at each other as they continue and you can see the crowd begins to like fill in behind the parade as it continues to move down the street mm-hmm. yeah, I would slowly turn around mm-hmm. oh hey I was probably stomping behind you thank you <laughs> very helpful Probably best if we uh, head back inside. Marcus, you should have a parade. No. But thank you. It's nice of you to think so. Maybe someday. You saved a lot of people. We saved a lot of people. We should all have a parade. We should have a parade. Maybe we can... discuss that idea with our friends inside. Very long now. <laughs> just march back inside of Dandelion. What's mm-hmm. at the end of the parade? Are people just kind of like dispersing? Yeah, mm-hmm. like the crowds and everything. Yeah, there like, are some right. people that are like following behind the parade, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, people are mostly dispersing at this point as this has passed. Hmm. Well, that guy is far too young for my father to have known him. Yes. Um. As I said, fairly young. Yes. What do you make of the final flood? Curious. No idea why the king wouldn't be present. It would feel most fitting for the royalty to be present for such a demonstration, especially if it is related to a royal matter as such as the rescue of a princess from a foreign land. And do we know that Fjordain does trade with people on Trador? Or Cantor? That's Cantor. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're Trador, yeah. Yeah. Cantor is the continent. Yep, Trador is the kingdom. Yep. Yep. <coughs> Perhaps he is unwell. Perhaps. I tried to look for the name of the Elvish kingdom, but I couldn't find it. I don't think I gave it one. Okay. to you guys. I okay. looked through all of my recaps and tried to skim through the episode where I told you about it and could not find no, where, I, where I told you. I know I did. No, you just said there was an elevation. Yeah, thing. okay. Mm. I think it was Sheila that told you, but I could not mm. find that conversation in the videos. That's fine. 
Well, there's a chance that my father knew this Captain Emmerich. He spoke about him in passing. Kindly, not too highly. But Captain Emmerich was the one that was supposed to go on this scouting mission. And now this young man is instead being celebrated. Now do we have definitive business in the morning. We know there's offices for the Dukes on Kingsway, outside of the Keep. Uh, from which we have young master who needs to speak with John Dar, and I must meet with Roland Wright. And we have some, ideally, potentially beneficial searching for Dandelion. <laughs> over in the markets, but seems like a strange, strange city. Most cities seem strange. This has a different feel than Southport. Mm -hmm. It's bigger. Southport was pretty big. Yes. Do cities just keep getting bigger? Some do. Sometimes so do problems. We were told by Baldrick that there is some rough stuff that goes on over on the war. The West Walls. The end of the crossing. He said that it's not usually very welcoming to new people, but seems like a place that might not be best for us on our first night. Understood. Somewhere to possibly look into. See who meets who. Strange for there to be a wharf in a city that doesn't have a port. Yes. Baldrick said that they were laborers. But we do not know what business they do. We also know that the uh, kingdom has been receiving recruits from Green Ridge to the west. Many things to think of. <sighs> Tired dandelion. It's been a long day. I eat a lot of potato. Yes. That's good. Mm -hmm. Now I'm ready to sleep. That is good. Well, Mr. Pigeon has the key for you in your room. Very good. I'm going to head to bed. Jump up. Hmm? Mr. Pigeon, are you ready for bed? Bob, okay. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> are you with us or are you on your own? Oh, well, I, Mr. Pigeon, I. I think I found something of yours um, with my stuff, so maybe you should come to my room and bring your stuff so you can put it, the stuff that I found with your stuff. 
It's very good. I will. <laughs> <laughs> See you whenever you're done. <laughs> Just for clarity, did you guys want to have a private conversation in character? Or are you just... Okay, you're just trolling Mr. Pigeon, or you want him to, like, I'm rolling him here. to the room. Okay, <laughs> got it, sure. Understand. You. Do, you, do you want to roleplay that, or do you just want it to have happened? I mean, that worked for me. <laughs> okay. Mm. So you've been successfully lured to Twig's room instead mm-hmm. of Shay's. Yeah, I've relinquished my my, <laughs> okay. new, my new room. Sure. <laughs> Isn't it like three p.m.? No, it's like six p.m. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll just I'll just hang traveling. Mm-hmm. I'll just Great. hang in the tavern. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just puffing away. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, yeah. So you guys stand and uh, as you all turn, you catch notice of on the far wall there are pictures of the different like dukes and some nobility figure uh, figures and I'm gonna if you can pass that to Twig please Twig your eye catches one of them in particular are they like port like painted portraits yes yeah, I'm not doing the weird photograph thing again like mm. I did the last time. Why? It was so cool. It was cool. Is one of them Roland Wright? Yes. I would look at the one from Roland Wright if you want to give me the description for him, whatever. Sure. Uh, kind of Colonel Sandersy. Uh, he's got like a <laughs> very cool. <laughs> yeah, um, of he's he got is. like a large. Uh, I mean, he's older. He has white hair, large white mustache, like the pointy um, beard. No, not that. But just like that kind of uh, like. <laughs> You've broken John. White suit? Not a white suit. It's just the, the, the like... It's Doug Dimidone. It's not Doug Dimidone. No, <laughs> just like a, 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 a full and like friendly but serious face uh, with like white facial hair and stuff. That the colonel is famous for. Yeah. His friendly but serious yeah. face. <laughs> Does he have twinkly eyes? Uh, no, he looks he looks pretty serious. They have chicken grease on him. Serious about no. chicken. No. Nolan Wright, Colonel Sanders. Does he have a red bow tie? He does not. No. So really, he's nothing like Colonel. Sanders. That's a bad description. It, it, immediately, you get a picture of yes of a man, an old dude. Yep, covered in chicken. <laughs> he's holding two drumsticks up. He's laughing in the picture, really big. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Yep. I'll, I'll take that in. <laughs> Continue this existential crisis. <laughs> Look down at Dandelion. Fancy a ride? I guess I'll nail I'll... down again. Mm-hmm. Jump on him. Yep. Jump on Marcus. Mm-hmm. Onwards. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someday we'll, uh, we can replace me with a horse, and I can teach you how to ride. Horses are very big. We'll, we'll find a small, smaller, smaller one for you. Are there smaller ones? Yes. Yes, they're called ponies. Maybe I could ride a horse? Yes. I think you could. Or I could find an owl bear. It might be easier. 
Are there small owl bears? No. Maybe not easy at that. Maybe the owl bear will join the militia. Who knows? Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start going over towards bed. Sure. Yeah. As you guys stand and start walking away from the table, uh, Baldrick just calls over to all of you. Uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, I don't know if anybody else is going to bed. Yeah, my feet are like, like yeah, you're, on the table. I'm sure. Yeah, Literally you're just. But everyone else <laughs> yeah, stood yeah, uh, to leave. Sure. He's just saying, you yeah. know. I would be standing shortly after they get up. Sure. Yes. Um, and I'm going to refill my tea real quick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, step over and say something to the young master before I head upstairs. But sure. He can, he can dismiss me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Again, if you need anything else, uh, I'll be here. Just uh, call for me. Uh, not literally, but uh, someone will be up to help you if you need any assistance at all. Thank you, Aldrich. Much appreciated. You're very welcome. All right, if I bring the tea to the room. Absolutely, yes. Very good. Thank mm-hmm. you. Of course. Don, I'm going to use Divine Sense. Sure. 60 feet. Celestial Fiend Undead. Consecrated or Desecrated Ground. Not behind Tower of Cover. Sure. Um... Just snap Baldrick's a fiend. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I'm running away with it? <laughs> We've got to go! He didn't know the handshake. He didn't know the handshake. Uh, you do not get anything from him or anybody? Anything in the area? Fantastic. Nope. Yeah. I feel safe. Yeah, he is, a, he is a human and not a demon. In, in skin. In skin? What is that? What is that? Uh, in skin? stuffed in a skin suit. He's not oh, that. okay. Yeah, like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> when you said in skin, like, I was I'm like, glad, like, I'm glad you said like, that. That's yeah. great. Like That's in theory, wonderful. but like in skin, I'm like, yeah, what, he, he what does isn't that mean? That. He is what not, is he a demon in? Fact, in? The, not in skin. The, he is not the giant roach man that mm-hmm. consumed uh, a human in Men in Black and went into his skin. He's not that either. Is that a demon? Would he show up with a divine sense? The cockroach man? Yeah. Uh, yeah. For sure, absolutely. Yeah. A Edgar. demonic cockroach? <laughs> an insect. Yeah. yeah. He's a fiend now, dude. A, fiend. a bug in an Edgar suit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a man in an Edgar suit. Um, yeah, I would uh, gather my tea, and I'd step around the table and mm-hmm. lean down next to the young master. And uh, Do you want to do that privately? No. Okay. Sure. No, just yep. quietly. Sure. Not to like hide it from anybody sure. at the table, but just yeah, yeah. not making a, sure. a scene of it. Sure. Marcus said you were going to see Jonda. Yes. The parade route led me out near his place of work. He um, sounded like he wouldn't be in the office for the next couple of days. Oh, good to know. Thank you. Just thought I'd spare you the trip across town. Sounds good. I'll uh, put it off then. Very good. Enjoy your evening, young master. Enjoy your tea. <laughs> puff, puff. What, what you... Puff, puff. Take puff, another puff. splash of milk. Uh. Sure. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good for the bones. Clown doesn't get it. I don't know if he needs it. I think he might. You don't know how much milk he drank in his youth. Not enough. He got... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) And I would head to the room. Sure. Yeah, you guys make your way out into the courtyard, leaving the young master behind. uh, And make your way up the stairs 
into the hallway towards your suite. Uh, open the doors and step inside, and you're all in the, like, again, central entry area, uh, and close the doors behind you. Uh, so it's just the five of us? Yes. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Go to our door and unlock it. Mm-hmm. Just... <laughs> just <laughs> casually Daniel flip like, cannon, over cannon the balls are way into mm-hmm. the room are our belongings still there? yes mm-hmm. I hope it's on the agenda for the morning um I'm afraid it feels quite complicated Roland Wright is probably a good start. I do not know if we'll be able to get to him directly first, though we'll probably have to meet with somebody who represents him in his office. So I think it would be best to get there early and attempt to schedule something if it's going to take time. Understood. After that... Well... Uh, yeah, I would... You you let me throw you onto the bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to look at the three of you. They might take me in if they do keep her safe. Of course. She will always follow, and I do not want her to <laughs> if they do. Do you think we'll be able to get you out if they do take you? No. But... That's not to think on it. If it happens, so be it. One step at a time, then? Yes. I think it is best if they are going to take me to try to get to Roland right as quickly as possible. He's the only one in the city I can think might have any reason whatsoever to grant me a favor in stay. Very good. Thank you. Try to get some rest. Mm-hmm. Thank you all. Should I leave the door unlocked for you? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Anybody else want to say or do anything before bed? Um, it's still pretty early in the day. Yeah, it's like six. I walked about the city earlier. Did it look like any of the stores were open despite there being a parade, or did it look like most things were closed? Uh, yeah, there were some that were absolutely open. Um, I would wait until the parade crowd dispersed. Sure. Uh, and then I would uh, leave my green cloak in this room and go find somewhere to buy a cloak. And we can just... Yeah do that between sessions. Yep. You and I. Before going to sleep, I would use the Wand of Smiles on myself. Okay. <laughs> Intentionally failing the saving throw? No. Okay. <laughs> I passed the saving throw. <laughs> yes, you watch Dandelion just like looking down the barrel of the wand and, <laughs> and the sparks go over her face and she doesn't smile widely. Does it make you unusually happy to have passed the saving throw? <laughs> just regularly happy, just like... Mm-hmm. 
fine. If I roll a one after I use all three charges, it changes. Into the one, the other one. The one right? scowls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could just go around making them scowl. That'd be so great. Yeah. I didn't roll a one, though. I rolled an 18. So tomorrow, yeah. it's, we'll once again one of be these a one. Yeah, just once a day. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> just three in a row on the same person. Yep. Ren, you're just chilling, drinking? Yeah, yeah. Probably have a drink. Just okay. be down there for a few hours. Nobody passes me, I'll just go to bed. Sure. Uh, anybody want to role play anything privately before you go to sleep? Uh, yeah, I would like to talk to Dandelion. Sure. Goodbye, everyone else. Turn around, see the smiles. Yep. The absence of smiles. The wand. Yeah. Oh. I passed. Yes. You are much stronger than you are given credit for. Um, I've told you that this city is not going to be friendly to me. Mm-hmm. And it is possible that that happens tomorrow. If it does happen tomorrow... And they do take me, do not try to stop them. Why not? They will kill you. Other people have tried to kill us? Yes. Yes, they have. And some of them have been close. And this is a fight with a kingdom. You wouldn't fight Oberon or Titania, would you? You wouldn't fight a kingdom either. No matter for whom it might be. You have to find the mirror. And the others will help you look for it, if I can't. Marcus, why did you come here? If they might take you. Many reasons. You need you need the mirror. Rin needed to find a route for trade. We must stop the black flowers who have taken hold of this city in some way and I want to find the people responsible for killing my parents for burning my home and that is worth my life but it is not worth yours can you disguise yourself? no and I would not I will do my best. 
haven't had many friends before. Nor have I. It's only been Oberon. Now I have friends, so don't get taken. Yeah. I guess it just is that simple, you know? Of course it is. Thank you. You know, I don't think you actually need that wand. You already kind of do that naturally. A wand is fun, though. Yes, it is. I felt in the woods, in the hut, in the woods. I think so. Mm -hmm. in the, like the bog. I think so. Mm-hmm. I found it. Yes, and it's yours to keep. Good idea. Toss it in my bag. Mm -hmm. Uh, two beds? Yep, two beds. Yeah, I would doff my armor and look out the window over the streets. Sure. And look towards the keep. Towards the castle? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, so much of the reason for why I wanted the imaginary friend to be part of my family was it was genuinely lonely and I always enjoyed the thought of having a sibling I don't know why my instinct was to imagine a younger brother but it feels quite nice to have a younger sister they knew I will just nod she doesn't know what that means <laughs> I know but Marcus does <laughs> She knows, she knows it's not the time. Mm -hmm. But you can probably see confusion cross over her eyes for a second before she... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would, after I finished offing my armor, you know, walk on over. Oberon ever tuck you in? Well, I guess you were quite small. Mm -hmm. He was very big. Rip the blankets and stuff back. An <laughs> 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 aggressive slam. RKO or Just like, watch her. <laughs> you know, bounce back up a little bit and then pull the blankets up. Comfortable? Shimmer. Mm -hmm. It yeah. just peeks out. Mm -hmm. Like a sneak. Boot shower on the nose. <laughs> he just nods and 
more little puffs mm-hmm. of smoke. Don't go anywhere. I won't. Shimmer the last little pat mm-hmm. on the head and give mm-hmm. Dandelion one too. Mm-hmm. And then I will go over and go to bed. Mm-hmm. So as uh, the remainder of the evening goes by, you guys eventually all make your way to your rooms and head to bed. You fall asleep, and in the middle of the night, you are awoken by a crack of thunder and lightning as rain begins to heavily patter against the roof of your building, kind of lightly stirring you awake. And it's very very stormy outside and despite feeling comfortable in your beds in this darkness the rain is almost unsettling how strongly it's pounding against the roof and we're going to end there very good friends thank you guys very much for watching tonight I hope you enjoyed the episode um Volpix, thank you again for the $50 uh, towards our monthly bills. We appreciate it immensely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank um, you very much. Thank you. Yes, the storm is is coming to take it. Uh, take it, indeed. <laughs> um, thank you all for watching. We will be back on Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern time for Orvigo, and then next Tuesday for the city of Oshwamp. Good night, everybody. See you next time. Good night.